Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Reels, your podcast about everything movie and television. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the WGA strike finally being over. And uh, we watched Spider-Man 3, so we're going to round out our Spider-Man Tobey Maguire trilogy. And we watched 65, which is that, which Adam, is that Di- Adam Driver, Adam dinosaur, Driver movie. dinosaur movie. And... Uh, Caché slash Hidden, which is a French movie directed by, I don't know how to say his name. I don't know either. But he's the one that did Funny Games. Yeah. And uh, that one, Amour. Amore? I've never seen that one. I've never yeah. seen it either, but it's, you know, he got lots of... I've seen both Funny Games. So, yeah, if that sounds interesting, uh, stick around. It's going to be a good time, I think. Uh, do you have a movie thought to start us off? Yeah, so... Um, in watching, in watching Cash, we were, I was watching it, and I was just, um, the way it was shot, I, and I, I, I kind of thought, I was like, this is, like, my favorite way to shoot something. Way to shoot something. It's like minimal camera movement, hardly any at all. Yeah. Don't, don't even compose your shots to where... Like, there's shots in the movie where the lights are on and then they turn off, but he doesn't change the camera settings. And so it's, like, real grainy and kind of grungy. Right. Almost. And uh, I even wrote down... I'll probably get to this more when we talk about the movie, but I wrote down... I was like... I wrote down in my notes for the movie, this movie makes me feel like fun... makes me feel like I'm watching funny games. And then I found out it was the same director. (laughs) Uh, And then so I was like, do you have a... a, Because this is... Like, if I could choose to make my own movie, I would shoot it in this kind of style, I think. Yeah. Because I don't like to move the camera. I like... It makes me feel like... This... His style of shooting makes me feel like I'm a fly on the wall rather than it being filmed. Makes right. me feel like I'm watching something that I don't want to watch, like I shouldn't be seeing. Yeah. Uh, is there any one that stands out to you that you're like, oh, this is how I would do my movie, or like something like that? Well, I I do like this, especially because even though the movie is outside, like we get a lot of outside shots in this movie, um, it feels very claustrophobic because you just sit there for extended periods of time. Uh, with no movement, no movement, no music, all, all uh, real. What's the word for the noise? Ambient noise. Yeah. You know, like it's it, it is what it is, and there's no like like you said, the lighting doesn't change, and I really do like that. The only one, the only other one that like really stands out that I always really appreciate. It's gonna sound stupid, but it's because I like horror movies. Is I really do like a POV, specifically when you can hear them breathing. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, but then, but then again, you don't like like uh, you like like Halloween POV where the camera movements are still smooth. Right. I don't want it to be like someone filming. I want it uh-huh. to be like their eyes. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like Halloween where you're moving, but it's not fucking shaky cam. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, that's a good. That's an interesting one. I I know what I don't like. I don't like cutting at every point two seconds. Yeah. I fucking can't stand that. It makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, all right. So let's talk about the news. You saw that the Writers Guild came up with a deal, right? Yeah, seven days. It was only seven days away from getting the record for the longest strike. Yeah, they can go back to work on Monday, I believe. 
Oh, they're already back working. Oh, are from they? The, from it? the freaking news, all this stuff starting up. It's yeah. ridiculous. So did you look over any of it? Like the, the actual deal? Oh, no. So I wanted to bring it up just because I find this stuff pretty interesting. Uh, so AIs can be used, but it can only be used if a writer is also employed. And the writer and the production company have to agree on the AI being used. But like... Essentially, the way it's written, if they wanted to write a whole script with AI, as long as there's one writer in there that's getting paid to just deal with the, the AI, they can totally do it. But it also has to be an agreement, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it probably won't ever happen. They also have a minimum number of writers that can be on a show or a streaming service, you know, streaming show or a cable show. Um, and three of the writers have to be writer producers. So they're all going to be getting producer credits and that extra money on top Dang. of it. So if the season is, you know, up to six episodes, you have to have three writers minimum, and they all have to be writer producers. Seven to 12 episodes, this is going to affect television a lot. There has to be five writers, minimum. Three of them are also producers. And then if it's 13 plus, you have to have six. Three of them also producers. Just one one extra one. One extra one. Okay. Uh, so the reason I wanted to talk about that, the AI I just wanted to brush by because that's what, like a big talking point. It's crazy that they can still use it. But the minimum amount of writers and the fact that they're getting producer credits and the fact that Anything above six, you're going to have to basically double the amount of writers that you're doing. Six episodes per season. This is going to make six season episodes of television. Six episode seasons? Yeah, sorry. Six episode seasons of television blow up. It's oh, going to yeah. be all... It's all you're going to get. For sure. Uh, oh, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be dumb. Yeah. Because I already feel like... 10 episodes ain't enough most of the time. I don't think minimum... I don't actually agree with the minimum writer requirement because, like, if you look... A, mod, a modern... A more modern show that people consider one of the best shows on television, Peaky Blinders, is written by one dude. Oh, there was a caveat in there that says, if one person wants to... Can and wants to write the whole show, like, they have the ability, because a lot of people can't do that. Right, for every episode, they can do it. Okay. Well, that's fair then, I guess. Yeah. Um, producer credits is a lot. It's a lot. Like, it's going to be bonkers the, when it's like producers. It's going to be just dozens of names now. Yeah. But it's going to affect things. It's going to be weird. We're going to have odd. People are going to get so crabby. Can you imagine? <laughs> you're like, oh my God. My new show's back on, and it's like, here's your sixth season, your six-episode show. Yeah. You're going to get it done in two seconds. Yeah, there is a, uh, there was a, uh, a line in there that said, this goes in effect December 1st. Of this year? Of this year. So any show that started prior, so like Stranger Things, they don't have to follow this. Even, like, oh. so it has to start after December. It actually has to be greenlit after we, the, the, Greenlit after December 1st. So I'm betting they're going to greenlight like dozens of shows right now, too. 
Yeah. Well, they're already, man, they freaking went straight back into it. Yeah. There's a lot of TV shows that are like, we're starting production next week. Uh, it's seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And, uh, but I know, I think this means, honestly, what this means is that every single new show coming out, their first season is going to be six episodes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Every single one. Yeah. Because they don't want to have to pay extra writers. Yeah. For sure. And then, I mean, it's just going to stay like, like that. It's just going to be six episodes for everything. Like, Well, except the big shows. Yeah. Like, like House of Dragon, not going to care. Stranger Things, obviously, if, if it happened afterwards, isn't going to care. Something like The Bear is so popular, it's not going to care. Yellowstone. The, the movie, the shows that make money isn't going to care because they have the money to pay for it. Yeah. And, like, will, will something be able to be a hit like that, though? If it only starts with six or six episodes, because all of those are exempt from it. Yeah. And I was looking at the. Uh, well, wait though. Are they exempt just for this season, or are they exempt for all the seasons to come? All of them. Oh. Come. So yeah, as long as so it was greenlit before December. So this stuff's like not even gonna take effect until like twenty twenty five, probably. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna greenlight. I, I, dozens of shows between now and December and then it's going to be work on these shows for the next year year and a half and then it's finally going to kick in yeah we're going to have to go through a whole a whole another year of like cancellations right exactly before this actually kicks in yeah. and I was looking at the uh, I didn't write this down but the um, the royalties to be to like actually make hella money you have to be you have to have a fucking hit. And I'm talking like Stranger Things hit. You have to have 20% of whatever streaming service that you're on watch the show in the first 90 days. So like Netflix has how many fucking users? 150 something million users? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so like you're going to have to have 40 million of them watch it. And like Stranger Things can do it, but can any other show on Netflix do that? Well, yeah, but they, it's interesting. Watch it to completion, or just try it out. I don't know. You, know? you get a you get a new show come out like a like just take like Gal Gadot's crappy movie that right. she made on Netflix. I know that we say no one watched, but Gal Gadot's in it. You got to think that a good portion. You got to think at least twenty percent of Netflix viewers at least attempted or started the movie. Yeah, maybe. So, so the movies some... are a little different, though. The movie, you're going to get paid if you're in a Netflix movie. Uh, you get a baseline ro- baseline royalties if your movie costs more than $40 million to make. And then the subscriber, or the, the viewer count goes into it and you get bonuses. Nice. So more movies are going to get made, I think, than shows, honestly. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I was going to say something else. It's just gone. I'm too fucking old for this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I find it all very interesting. I, I'm excited to see what happens with the, the actors. Yeah, they just had a meeting and it fell out. Fell through. Oh, it fell through that quick? Well, it, it, they didn't come to a agreement. Yeah, because it's going to... Like, I feel like they're going to be... I mean, they need the actors back now. They need them back quick, I feel like. Yeah, but they keep doing that thing where they're like, oh, 
this show's in production, so you can they're allowed to do their what they're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. They make those little agreements outside of it. Yeah, I saw that Deadpool was trying to do that so they could get back to work. Yeah. Because that movie was like basically half done. I think it was probably more than that, honestly. Yeah, probably. Like dang close to being done. Yeah, what a shame. But you have to stop because God, some stupid it bullshit. would suck. <laughs> it would suck. Like the producers of the of of God, it'd be terrible. <laughs> you have all these stuff planned out, and it's like for this day, you get this one person coming in for this one stunt on this exact date. Yeah. It's the only day you can do it, and then boom, you get this strike, and now you have to reschedule with them. Oh right. man! Just think about like. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have to keep that body. This whole, they had to keep that this entire time. Well, ninety percent of the movie, at least Ryan. I mean, Ryan Reynolds always has his body. I think. That's I think true. he's one of the few actors who just he's sta- always at he, least he close. stays that close in shape. Uh, but he always has his like costume on, and yeah. you can't really tell as long as he's just in decent physical shape. He's you, he doesn't need abs. Right. It's cheaper to keep his costume on because he's. Because his makeup's harder to do than the yeah. fucking CGI. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the other, the other thing I want to talk about for the news is uh, the Scorsese interview on Deadline. Did you see this? He's on... I saw... Uh, I did I saw like a GQ where he was like breaking down his career. Oh, yeah. So he, he's basically on the press tour for Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Um... In this one, though, he was was attacking comic book films again. But he says some shit in this fucking article. Um, He says that there's a danger to their culture that these comic book films are. He said, because there are going to be generations... This is a quote now. Because there are going to be generations now that think movies are only those. That's what movies are, end quote. And he said... He went on to say, it's got to come back on the filmmakers themselves... And you'll have, you know, the, the Softy brothers, or you'll have Christopher Nolan, you know what I mean? And hit them from all sides. We have to hit them from all sides and don't give up. Let's see what you got. Go out there and do it. Go reinvent. Don't complain about it. But it's true because we've got to save cinema. He like drawing battle lines in this fucking yeah. article. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and the, it, funny, the funny thing is he said Christopher Nolan and he made three Batman movies. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, Nolan made three Batman movies, two of which were Oscar-nominated movies, you know? Yeah, it is different, I feel like. Like Joker. I don't, like, Scorsese has nothing but praise for the Joker because it's mainly inspired by Taxi Driver. Yeah. And the the Comedian, or another of his movies. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, And so I think it's just like picking it. It's really, I think it's more just directed at Marvel. Yeah, I think it's more of like the super cinematic like the super connected cinematic cinematic universes you know yeah but it's true you know some people like that's all they watch and it's a shame oh i I, it's crazy honestly the uh it's like neon james gunn said that that uh the the only reason people are getting superhero fatigue is because of lazy writing and he said that you can write a good but he, but he also went out and said that The Dark Knight is not a good Batman movie. That's what he said? Yeah, yeah, he did. He, it, was a, it was a leak of when he was like in college or still or something. And it was, a, it was like a leaked email he was sending to someone. Ooh. And he was arguing with them because they were talking about how good The Dark Knight is. And he's like, 
the Dark Knight's lazy, blah blah blah. It's not the it's not what Batman is. It's just going on going yeah, to town. It's not super comic accurate, but that's a good ass movie. Yeah. So I don't know. He's got I, James Gunn is going to destroy his cinematic universe with his mouth. Did you see the three characters he's bringing over to his DCU? That was yeah. news, I guess. Yeah, I did see it. Uh, Peacemaker, Amanda Waller, and Blue Beetle. Yeah, we, we basically knew that. Because uh, Waller is the, one of the shows that got confirmed. I guess we didn't necessarily know about Peacemaker, but we were everyone pretty, pretty much assumed he was going to be in the Waller show. That's basically going to be Peacemaker season two. And he always said Blue Beetle was going to be the first movie. Now he's gone back and just said that the character's coming over, but that's not part of his universe. Yeah. He needs to stop making promises and just... Yeah, he needs to just shut up. But, uh... See, the the thing with Scorsese, though, is that there's some... There's some... There's some means to, like, kind of agree with him. A bit. Oh, no, I agree with him. It's... It's... It's too much at this point. It's it's every month we have a superhero movie yeah. coming out. Just make some more. You don't even have to be like. Just make a more variety of movies these days because people just want money, right? So, just, but take a chance on like a rom com. I mean, you know, I I don't disagree with him because. I mean, there was the last couple of years between the shows and the movies. There's probably 12, 13 projects coming out just on Marvel. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the problem is is that I bet if you take the percentage, if you take all the superhero movies, I bet they make 50% of the box office every year. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the problem. Yeah. So, you can't... It's hard to take that away. Yeah. Especially in the... Like, movies are still technically struggling. Like they don't make as much money as they used to, right? I mean, yeah, they all these. I loved during the. I love that it's all blowing back in all their faces during the COVID. They're like, let's all get streaming services out there and make this money. And now, because everyone can get everything at home, no one wants to go to the fucking theater. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, why would we? Yeah, it's like <laughs> fucking expensive as hell. Yeah, when you, when you pick phone. your. Oh, man. I've been so I've been so like the last like three times I've been in theater I've had a good audience good audience but uh, yeah it's 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 like you see the movie release each year and you're like oh I'm let me pick my five movies I'm gonna go see for the for the year right and, and before we used to go every, every week, weekend every single weekend yeah sometimes twice right. Uh, there are a couple rumors too. I saw that we talked about it last week. Daniel Radcliffe in Deadpool three. How you, it was like everyone wants him. Apparently, he might be in it as one of the Wolverine variants. Heck yeah, dude! <laughs> That's gonna be freaking awesome. That'll be hilarious. He's totally down too. Oh yeah, he's he's fun as hell. He picks ridiculous movies to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I just wanted to talk about that because we. You literally mentioned it last week. And then there's a rumor that The Office is going to get a reboot. I saw this, too. I didn't look into it. I, I didn't watch The Office, you know? Yeah. Is it like a, you know, like a 12th season or whatever, however many seasons are? Or is it like a reboot reboot? I don't know. I didn't look into it. Mm. I 
when they said uh i read the verbiage of of like the line or whatever they it was like a sentence like oh the office is getting rebooted blah blah, blah. i the way it was worded i took it as they're just gonna keep keep it going like continue the story would anyone be game that's in that show but it's not like anyone that matters because john krasinski's not coming back there's no way He'll come back if Steve, if they can get Steve Carell, he'll come back. Why would why would either of them come back? Uh, well, that's what I'm, if they can get but one of them, the other one's coming for sure. And I don't know. Steve Carell's the hardest to get back because obviously he left and they still did two seasons after him. Yeah, but if they can get Steve Carell coming back, everyone's coming back, yeah. no doubt. But John Krasinski got like that ridiculous producing deal with Sony. He's doing the whole. Well, Quiet it's probably gonna be a it's, it's probably gonna be like a uh, Gilmore Girl thing, just like one season. Mm. That's what I'm assuming. Just give them the the one season. It's gonna be impossible though, because the the jokes that the Office you like is famous for wouldn't are uh, no fly zone in these days. <laughs> bad, bad. Yeah, like, I've never really seen. Yeah, yeah, they're like it's, if someone said any jokes from the Office today. They would just be insta canceled. That's how like they're super racist and super anti uh, gay and all that. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It's really only Steve Carell's character who's like that. But he's like, it's because he doesn't know that he's like he doesn't have a filter, right? He doesn't know he's saying anything bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm not a I'm not an Office guy. I've tried a couple episodes, never works for me. I like I like Parks and Rec. Yeah, I know. I tried Parks and Rec. It doesn't work for me either. Every every character in Parks and Rec is hilarious, though. And every time anyone talks about The Office, it's just three people that they talk about. Oh. You know? I uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've only seen... I uh, recently thought about... I don't know if I've ever watched a, a show twice. Like a whole show? Ever. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I've seen The Office once. I've... I've seen Lost once. I've seen Penny Dreadful once. Aside from an anime, I've watched Rooney Kinchin more than once. I've watched Lost all the way through twice. Game of Thrones all the way through twice. Uh, I'm trying to talk my daughter into watching Penny Dreadful. She keeps telling me no because I want to oh watch my gosh, it. Oh, God. She would love that show. I know. I know she would love it. She just keeps saying no. God. You, all you got to do is get her to watch the first episode. That's She'll what I told her. Insta-hooked. I said, hooked. I said, if you watch. One, I said two episodes because the second one has the seance. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, watch two episodes. If you don't want to watch it, I'll never ask you again. And she's always like, ah, maybe later. That's weird. She always seems down normally. I know it's something, something lately. She's just not down. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The only the only show that I've like attempted to watch again, and I'm still going through. It's just like sometimes I'm in the mood randomly. Is House. Because sometimes I'm just like, I just need to see, I just need doctor, like a doctor show. And so, <laughs> so like House, I think it's on Amazon Prime. And so I've slowly just been re-watching House for years. Tiffany watches in, it in order. here. Yeah, in order. And because uh, I know exactly what my favorite episode is, season four, episode 11. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I've been trying to get to that. <laughs> But I'm like in season two because I just watch one episode every like two months. That's funny. So I don't think I've ever watched a show more than once, which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy because I mean, 
I would rather watch a show again versus watch a new show because I can't stand watching new shows. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the trailers. I didn't see anything this week. I'll talk about them. Okay. I'll save the big one for last. So did you see the Fair Play? It was trailer number two. I mean, you didn't watch any trailers. Fair Play. Fair Play. I don't know what this movie is. Second trailer. Um, it has the guy who played Han Solo in Solo. Alden Ehrenreich. Yes, him. And the main girl in season one of Bridgerton. I don't know what her name is either. I don't, I don't know that either. But anyway, they're both, they're both like lawyers or mm-hmm. some, something of that nature. They make a lot of money at an office. Mm-hmm setting they might not be lawyers they might be more like wall street kind of people and they work in the same firm they have a secret romantic relationship okay he is really trying to get a promotion and she ends up getting the promotion and no one knows they're in a relationship right and he does not like it. And it and it turns into like a thriller. Like he probably he like it seems like on the trailer, like they start fighting and arguing and that it comes to such uh it gets so bad that they, he tries to kill her. Wow. Essentially. And so it's like a one of those kinds of things. And it looks good. I'm kind of excited about it. So it's it, like an erotic thriller? Yeah. Kind okay. of like that. Gotcha. And uh yeah, that's pretty much all I can... I mean, it's just a trailer. That's all I can know about it. Those movies are pretty much what what they look like, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be a good time when it comes out, and I'm going to watch it. Right. Um, and then Argyle, which is a... I think Ar- we... I want to talk about Argyle because you, we had that rumor last, last week that uh, Dude was supposed to direct... Bond. 007. Yeah, what is his name? <sighs> I don't remember. It doesn't matter. He's the guy who made Kingsman. Yeah. You know? Uh, this is another spy movie, because... That's all he can do. I guess. I did see clips of this movie on t- on Twitter. Yeah, he... Um, so, the, the movie's weird in the fact that it... So, Bryce Dallas Howard's an author. And she write, she got she wrote this, like, super hit spy book. The book, the events in the book happen to become true, like actually happen, hmm. and so now, inexplicably, she's, yeah. So now she's getting, uh, like she gets like kidnapped or something, <laughs> and meets the real Argyle, who's, I guess, I don't know who it is. No, what's with the cat? Because all the clips I saw were just about this cat. I thought that it's was her not... cat. Oh, I don't know. Her cat might be named Argyle. Henry Cavill. Oh, no. Henry Cavill. So. In the movie, they show, like, her book. Like, they show her book like you would be watching it as a movie. Right. It's like, Henry Cavill is Argyle in her book. Gosh, yeah. And then he has, a, uh, I guess, a partner in John Cena. And then Dua Lipa is technically playing, like, a, another spy who, who's, like, the bad one. Um, and then she meets... Sam Rockwell's character, who is like a, I think he's a real spy in real life, and he's like, "Come meet the real Argyle," and then they don't ever show who it is. But I don't know; it doesn't look good. I it's just, you know, it just looks more like Kingsman bullcrap. Yeah, it's got that same tone. He's got the, he has a Matthew, visual Matthew, Matthew Vaughn. Vaughn. That's his name. Yeah, um, he has such a weird visual style where everything looks 
fake. Like, it's so clean, it looks fake. Yeah. I can't stand it. It's like a mixture of, like, just a normal person's visual style. It's a mixture of the Softy Brothers and Wes Anderson. Take Wes Anderson's cleanliness and then put it in a, a gritty city-like scenario of the Softy Brothers and put them together. Yeah. I can get You're right. That's what it is. Yeah. So... And the tones are all the tones are always stupid too. It's so jokey and over the top. Yeah, the only good part about the Kingsman is like during his training. Have you ever seen the Kingsman, the first one? No. So like when he's training and like competing against the other people to become a Kingsman. Right. It's the best part. Yeah. Of the movie. Yeah, I. Uh... My wife loves the Kingsmans, uh, so I've watched the second one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't seen the Kingsman yet. I hope not. Yeah, uh, I uh, I don't know if I've ever seen any of my man's movies. I've seen trailers and clips, and I think You've I've seen, seen enough. He did Kick Ass, I think. Oh, he did do the Kick Ass, yeah. And like, even in Kick Ass, I thought it was. Oh, but he did X Men First Class. Good movie. That is a good movie. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy that uh, he's able to pull the talent that he is pulling for this movie you know like oh, I, I can't yeah. believe he can he can get the, get all of these people in a movie like this yeah it's weird because like the kingsman always underperform i feel like in the box office i think the first one did fine but after that yeah but i don't know i, I, I guess not i mean golden i think it's golden circle i mean it did good enough for him to make a third one yeah <laughs> so who knows Oh, and then, okay. So then the last one was obviously uh, Wish, which I assume was the biggest trailer for the week. Right. Uh, the first official trailer of Wish. I think we had a teaser a few weeks ago or a few months ago or something. Yeah. And this is Disney's big flagship 100-year anniversary movie. Right. And so they're, like, adding a new princess. Oh, she's a princess? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But, you know, she technically is. And she's maybe. got a goat friend or a lamb. Sheep. It's a lamb. It's one of those. One <laughs> of those three. Uh, yeah, and so the, the trailer's kind of weird. Um, they live in a kingdom where she's like a like a farm girl, I assume, or something of that. She's poor. Mm-hmm. And the king has the power to grant people's wishes. And he's like a very beloved king and whatnot. And I think she inherits that not inherits but like she's the next his successor like they find out she can grant wishes too i guess Mm -hmm. this is what i'm taking from i could be completely wrong right right? this is just a trailer and uh so he he brings her in he's like oh like this is where he they brings her to this room and there's all these floating like magical wisps in this in this room mm-hmm. he's like this is the whole kingdom's wishes and stuff and she's like well why don't you grant them and he's like no 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 like to rule you have to pick and choose what you grant to keep order and control or whatever right well she doesn't think that's right and so she and then he goes off and he gets instantly evil like jafar level evil straight out and i'm like oh, this is weird all, all weird already. Yeah. And uh, like he just loses it. Like, completely gone. Like, it was weird. And uh, 
And then she, I don't, I don't know, if she wishes upon a star and like a star actually comes down and it's like a, a talking star. And I don't know what the plan is after that. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I guess grant everyone's wishes. Well, that's like, it's like me. Bruce Almighty. I mean, it's all made by the people who made all the Frozens, you know? Well, I guess there's only two, but. Yeah, Frozen 2 is. Good. I like Frozen 2 a lot. I mean, it's good. Frozen 1 was good. Like, they're, they're good. They're untangled good. Oh, yeah. For sure. But because they made all that money, they could do whatever they want. So, I'm not excited for this movie. That's why I didn't watch the trailer. Uh, but I'm a Disney guy at heart, even though I currently just despise the company and refuse to give them my money. Um, but I saw that it's coming straight to Disney+. Plus. It's going to be a little cartoon short where Mickey is going around interviewing characters about the 100-year anniversary, and they got all kinds of re- voice actors from the Disney movies to come back and do it. That's super cool. I was cool. like, that's way cooler than this movie's going to be. The uh, I, never, I don't know if I ever told you, though. They have a big 100-year movie like collection. Or not... They have a they have a 100-year collection. It's like $1,500 that you can buy. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for, like, of all of all the Disney movies, Jesus, and it looks nice. But uh, anyway, at, at at work, every single Disney movie is getting re released on, its on day. DVD. No, on DVD, and they all have this hundred year cover on them, and it's just it's just like grayed out. It's just like Disney a hundred. It's all white, and it's just the main character. Just in the middle. That's hot. They, they, <laughs> they look incredible. Oh my god! Are they, they flying off the shelves? No, 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 no. No one buys it. The only, the only DVDs, and this goes back to our uh, Martin Scorsese thing. The only DVDs that ever get bought are Marvel DVDs or big collections, Fast, Fast and Furious movie collections and stuff. Yeah. But people, I understand. People are buying Marvel DVDs when they come out. So they have the whole entire collection. I I am a I really do like box sets and like I will buy a box set Blu-ray. I'm not buying a DVD. It's fucking 2023. It's ridiculous. Um, but even even now, like I had we had dozens of films back in the day on VHS and on DVD. Mm. I refuse to buy a physical copy. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, the the some some stuff that like I just love like when when Fast Ten Part Two comes out, I might buy a whole eleven movie collection just cause just to have it. Yeah, see, like I have Alien, I have all the Blu-rays for that uh-huh. in a collection. I have Mad Max. Yeah, I put, I would prefer to have a collection than each individual DVD. Right. So I'll just wait. I do have a 30, 30 year anniversary Blu-ray of Halloween. It's got tons of extras on there. Yeah. I love that shit. I think I got a Nightmare Before Christmas one. Yeah. So, like, it's stuff like that, but I'm not going to go out there and buy the, it. I would do the... If I had the money, I would do the... Well, I'm going to pull... I'll pull up the Disney the yeah. Disney collection, because it's nice looking, <laughs> dude. Uh, obviously, they're asking for $1,500, but... Yeah, I was like, how many movies is that? Um, I don't remember. All of them. <laughs> all of them. There's no way there's all of them. Uh, did you watch any extra movies this week? Or have anything else to talk about? 
Uh, I did watch an extra movie, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I have a rumor, too. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Um, the rumor was... It's kind of just been a developing rumor, but that the, the chicken Snow White is... Either she's... Either the movie's been canceled, or she's been replaced and they're going to reshoot it. Oh, I did hear something about that. I heard that was going crazy. Yeah. Because they do not like what she's bringing to the table. You can't. You don't mess around with Disney on this kind of stuff. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that movie's going to be awful. You know, let's just talk about Snow White for a second. Because I, I had an epiphany. I saw it on uh, either iFunny or TikTok or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like going through all the iterations of Snow White we've ever had. So the original, the original Snow White. <laughs> okay. The uh, Kristen Stewart Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. And then uh, the uh, that one television show. Oh, once uh, upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah. Once upon a time. And it was it was like Snow White is never prettier than the Evil Queen. So, no, never. She's, she's not prettier in the cartoon. You have Charlize Theron against Kristen Stewart. Like and then in day. Once Upon a Time is the closest in comparison of, of traditional beauty. But, uh, and I was like, that's the point. I just, it just clicked for me once. Yeah, it's, Cause it's, it's the, all in her head. It's, like, no, 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 essentially. No, 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 no. Snow White is beautiful on the inside. And oh. the evil queen is not. That's the point. She's the most beautiful person because she's a nice person. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is you the You see, point. that makes sense. In this new movie, you have Gal Gadot playing the evil witch. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're right. That is the point. It's just, it's one of those things that just, poof, went right over my head. My, this my whole brain, bro- my brain don't life. work like that. Yeah, you know? whole life. <laughs> yeah. Inner, inner beauty, what's that? <laughs> 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 yeah <sighs> I saw that and I'm like that's the whole point it blew my, blew my mind because <laughs> even would... Snow White they could draw a perfect looking person yeah. and they still give her a round face a weird nose and and bad makeup <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't consider myself very shallow but I guess I'm shallower than I think more shallow than I think <laughs> yeah so you got that pulled up yeah, it it actually averages it's fifteen hundred dollars. It averages fifteen dollars per film, so it's a hundred, I guess a hundred movies. Hundred movies for hundred years. Yeah. Is it fun like that? Is it like at like one one movie a year? That couldn't be like probably that. not. No. Yeah, that can't be like that. No, it's a Walmart exclusive. I think. $1,500. That's crazy. And you know some people are Big old box set. It's all white and gold. I'm not going to play the video, but you can see it. Oh, yeah. That is it's that's, pretty. That yeah. is pretty. Yeah. Nice stuff. Yeah. If, I mean, if I was mega wealthy, that might sit on a shelf somewhere for me. Oh, but, 100%. Know. Yeah. Um, any other trailers or rumors? Because I kind of skipped over the rumors and went straight to the trailers with you. That was all of them? Yeah, that's the only rumors I had. Okay. was the Snow White one. So let's talk about our extra movies, because we both watched extra movies this week. Correct, yeah. Um, you go ahead. You go first. Okay. So I went to go see Howl's Moving Castle in theaters. Um, this is one of the older ones, right? 
Well, kind of. It's uh, not not old, old like we... So, initially, the plan was to start from the very first... Start at Nausicaa, which was the very first Studio Ghibli movie, and watch them in order for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Howl's Moving Castle was in... It's a spe- it was a special thing they've been doing all year uh, at our local theater, mm-hmm. where they played a one day a month, you could go watch a... Uh, Studio Ghibli movie, and they had they picked like the twelve most popular ones, and Howl's Moving Castle was this month, and it's my wife's absolute favorite one mm-hmm. by a landslide, and so we went and saw it. This and is your I've, first time seeing it? Uh, I've seen it once before. She made me watch it one time before, but you let know. me tell you something that's weird. It's just it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. None of these movies are bad. I never like I, I watch all of them. I'm like, oh, this isn't like a terrible, terrible time. Right. I fall. I'm. Since we started rewatching them, I'm three for three and falling asleep. No, is that the movies, or is that just because you're getting old? Because you see, no, I think it's a little bit of both, right? Because <laughs> I'm sitting there and like the way they do the voice acting is so calm and soothing. There's no like big, there's no big boomf and big bass to this. It's right. always like whimsical doo doo doos for the music, right? And they always very soft spoken, and the it's very pretty to look at, and everything flows really well. And so I think it just soothes me to sleep but it might be because i'm getting older but i'm three for three i fell asleep in the movie theater my (laughs) wife kept having to nudge me to wake up and this movie's not bad at all right it's so it's not it's not bad at all and um so i was watching it and the opening of this movie is the only word i can describe it as is magical it is incredible and uh have you you've never seen this movie i've never seen a single one okay because so, I'm scared. I think I might turn into a weeb if I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie starts with... I don't even know what her name is. Um, she's like a... She makes hats. Right? Okay. At a store. And then she gets, she gets done and she's walking home or something. And these two soldiers stop her in the alleyway. And it's very pretty, obviously. The whole, obviously, they're always pretty. Yeah. And they're, like, being real aggressive towards her in this alleyway, you know, like, um, very, you know, you know what I'm trying to get at, like, trying to take advantage of her almost. Right. And then Hal just comes out of nowhere. He's just walking, dilly-dallying. He puts his arm around her and, like, points at him. And you don't know anything about, you don't know what's going on. Puts his arm around her. He's like, oh, hey, I've been looking for you. He points at him. And he's like, don't you guys have something to do? And he twists his fingers. And then they're like, they're like, oh, yes. And then they turn and they march away. So he just made him march away. And he's like, so then you're like, oh, that was cool. You still don't see him because she's real short and he's real tall. So you've only seen his chest. Mm-hmm. And then he just, just his voice is like, hey, I got people following me. Come keep walking with me. So then she's walking. And then there's these like gooid black goo people that are just following him like Mm -hmm. all willy-nilly and then he he uh they're like they're in back alleyways and they get cornered and he just jumps and then he's just like uh flutter your feet like you're walking and then they just float and they float over a parade and it's so pretty it's so weird the way it flows together and then you're just like you and you don't know what's going on and it's and you know, they float and the way it's shot is so beautiful and he just lands her right in right at her wherever she was going it was like her sister's house or something and just leaves 
And that's how the movie starts. Yeah, that sounds fun. It is. It was fun. And uh, one thing I wrote about the movie is it uh, respects the audience. You really have to pay attention. Like, you need to be of a decent intellect to understand everything. It's like it's like the equivalent of a Souls game. Oh, okay. Because they just don't tell you things. You just have to figure it out based on what's going on. Right. Because there's a whole war going on. There's all this. There's wars and there's witches and warlocks and stuff. They don't tell you anything. Hmm. You just have to figure it out. And then at the end, it's like a big reveal. I'm not going to spoil anything. But, uh... Yeah, I give it a I give it an eight out of ten. I uh, it was good. I do have a wife review for this because it's her favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's a short review because she didn't uh, really take. T- I told her afterwards, and she just kind of didn't really do anything. She just gave it a ten out of ten. <laughs> and that's all she said. <laughs> no, she said it's it's. Uh, she said the the movie is all around is all around pretty. <laughs> it is. Uh, the plot is great, and Calcifer is her favorite character. Calcifer is the talking fire. He's actually he's actually the fallen star. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Nice. Did you uh, end up watching uh, the Chucky's? Did you finish that season? No, dude. I. You know, sometimes I forget how busy I am every other week. Yeah. But that's over now. Now I have tons of time. And we'll all get done. Right. Yeah, I just knew that you said you were going to, and I kind of figured you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot more sex education than I did Chucky. But right. I'm still not done with the season. Okay. I thought um, I started another show, too. What? I feel like I started another show, but I don't remember what it was. Oh. Um, so I watched two extra movies... Uh, the new Mortal Kombat game just came out. We're big Mortal Kombat fans. And I'd only seen the first of the animated movies uh, that Warner Bros. did. So I was like, eh, I'm in a Mortal Kombat mood. I don't necessarily want to play because it's, it's kind of hard to play hours on end, you know? like takes a lot of thought. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to do that. I just wanted to chill and be in that world still. So I was like, I'm going to watch these. Uh, you've seen the first two. two. So they're... They're weird, because, like, I enjoy them, but they're so boring. They are. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't so... know what... I, I think it's just because they they, uh, they don't get the action right. Like, they're so worried about fitting so many fatalities and, like, the gore into these movies that the fights just turn into people slicing people in half, and there's never a good fight. Yeah. Um. But, like... I'm I'm gonna be pretty brief because these are pretty niche movies. If you're a Mortal Kombat fan, I would definitely watch these movies. The second one follows the second game, but then right at the end, it jumps to Armageddon, but it tweak it tweaks it. I've only seen the second one one time, and I know I didn't enjoy it very much, and yeah. uh, I don't remember anything about it. I liked it more than the first one, honestly. The first one I felt first like was so real boring. boring. Yeah. Um, so that tweak at the very end, all the realms come together. And in the third one, for some reason, there are revenants that were left behind in Earth Realm, and they cause an actual apocalypse. And it's about the Black Dragon Clan 
basically ruling in a Mad Max style world. And it was like, this is very different. And it was, it was the best one just because it was completely out of nowhere. Yeah, that was cool. But like I gave, I gave the second one 5.5. Like it's just an okay movie. And I gave the last one a six. So if you're a big fan, definitely check them out. But this is not going to make you a fan. That's for sure. Yeah. They're no like, they're not like Castlevania's animated show where they're, which is also boring, but it's better. Yeah, they don't, yeah, the animation's better, the action's better, and it's better written. Castlevania. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's they're very even... more, they're more, um, the animation of, of Castlevania is very standout good. This is more like Samurai Jack style animation almost. It's, it's, it's purposely weird. Yeah. You know? Real thick. Bold lines. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It is weird. Yeah, I would say the quality of these films are like, the lower quality Batman animated movies. You know, the ones that are like, that was fine. <laughs> the ones that aren't Mask of the Phantasm? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to touch on those because I did watch them. Um, so you want to jump straight into the Rewind? The Rewind. Which is Cash? Is that, is that how you say it? Because I would say Cache. I don't know. I, I assume it's cash. <laughs> yeah. Cache is more fun, though. Uh, so I just watched this movie last night. I watched it today. You watched it today? Yeah. It was at Mom's. She said you already watched it. Uh, Yesterday. I watched 65 oh. the other day. So what did you think about this movie? I like this movie. Me too. I fucking like this movie. Uh, oddly enough, no spoilers. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, I really like the way this movie shot. Uh, we've already talked about that. It's it's uh, the staticness of it. It, the, it just raises the intensity. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, even though like not a lot's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't know who the guy is, but I obviously know who. Juliet Binoche's. I was going to ask you, I was like, I know that she got famous, famous after this. Who is that? She's in Chocolat. Oh, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay. She, yeah. She's in a, 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 a good movie with Kristen Stewart called Personal Shopper. The movie you should yeah, watch. I'm not, a, I'm not an actress fucking dictionary like you, you know? <laughs> Encyclopedia. Yeah. Uh, well, she won for um, uh, that movie with Ralph Fiennes in it. She won best actress for that being in that movie that he was nominated for too what was that movie called the re no the anyway she is an oscar yeah for winning for that role uh that's probably that that was probably before this oh really yeah uh but i think you have to have someone these these two are incredible to watch oh my god the acting is bizarre like it's yeah. so good yeah and uh you need that good acting you have this really either either they let them act their balls off and have this amazing dialogue or they just had really good dialogue that was written because it flows well it feels natural you have um i was thinking about this recently this could have been a movie thought but uh Dialogue's written very smart because someone's taking months of their life writing dialogue 
when he has a character who's supposed to be well educated, mm-hmm. he can spend his time writing dialogue of a well educated person. But people don't talk like that in real life, even no. in this scenario. <laughs> right. you know, that's just not how they talk. But it works well here because they make it a point to to show that these characters are. Uh, how do I say this? Like well. I mean, I guess just well educated. It they're just made, they're well read. Well read, yes. Yeah. yeah. He he has a he has a TV show all about reviewing books. And right. That's all he does all the time is read books. Yeah. They, have, that a, does they what, have a wall of books in this fucking house. Yeah. Uh, so it just makes sense in this, but sometimes it doesn't because sometimes you'll have a character who's you know never in a movie that's never been to high school and they're talking. Right. It just Crazy. doesn't it just doesn't make any sense usually. Yeah. yeah. But it makes sense in this in in the the relationships with the characters. Some of the stuff's weird. Some of the stuff like there's a moment in this movie where he just knows something but he just refuses to tell his wife and I have no idea why. Okay. <laughs> so we've we've talked about having to do homework before on this podcast when you see a movie. This movie you have to do homework for. Oh, oh well, you don't have to to enjoy it, but to to get the subtleties and things like exact, I know exactly what you're talking about. To understand that, there's some homework involved. I mean, obviously, if you're a history major or you are, if you're from from France or Argentina, I think that this would hit more. Also, oh, Algeria, Algeria, not Argentina. Ar- yeah, stop being American. <laughs> Okay. Jesus. I'm horrible. Horrible idea. He's a Argentina. <laughs> no, there was a French Algerian war. Yes. Yes. So yeah, and like I didn't know anything about this just because in America you don't learn that kind of stuff. True. You know, you like even you go through all of college and not learn that unless you are going for history. Yeah. Specifically if, European uh, oh, yeah, history. In, in America, our history is centrically evolve, revolve around American history. Right. Uh, but if you live anywhere in Europe, I get, I'm assuming you learn about all of Europe's history. Even if you like you live in the UK, you're going to learn about Spain and France and Greece and Romania right. and all that. Probably like the Ottoman Empire and all that cool stuff that we don't get to learn about here. Yeah, so... I guess for, yeah, for certain people, this movie's going to hit no matter what. And, like, this movie is good without doing homework. You don't need that, yeah. But once I, once I looked up specifically the massacre that they talk about in that movie, I, I like, immediately things clicked, like, why he didn't tell her. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, some things are super weird. Everything is very ambiguous in this movie. There's almost no endings to any of the subplots or even the main plot in this movie. No, that that's what I think is the best part of this movie is that you almost get to um, it's a it's like a feast for everyone. You get to pick your ending. Yeah, it's true. Because you, you however you want this movie to be, it can be that. Yeah, that's how it's that's how cool it is. Yeah, we, we like uh, people always talk about the Inception ending. There's only really two endings to that movie. You can he's either still in the dream or he's not. And Michael Caine already debunked that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like before, like everyone talked about that. Mm-hmm. This movie has like 25 endings if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, um, you were talking about how 
Howl's Moving Castle doesn't hold your hand. This movie doesn't hold your hand either. It is all, there are, it's all on the screen. Very little of it's in dialogue and you're, you're there. That's all, that's all you get. Yeah. And a lot of times, uh, the way it's shot, the main focus on the screen, like what your, what your eyes are drawn to isn't actually what you should be watching. Yeah. Yeah, the the last shot, I'm sure people don't even realize. I had to rewind it. The, like, the, there is something there that you see. And yeah. it's in the bottom left corner of the fucking screen. Like, who does mm-hmm. that? It's crazy. Yeah, and it's only for like a few seconds, and then the shot goes on for another five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I love it, though. Um, people, are, people are totally wrong about that shot on the internet, too. Uh, I didn't look anything. I didn't see anything about that. Um, what else can we say about this movie before going into spoiler land? It's freaking hard to say anything. We, I will say that there is a moment in this movie that is fucking shocking. Jaw, my jaw was to the floor. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I I couldn't either. I couldn't even. I couldn't even form words. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't think of a movie that is has a more shocking moment. The only thing that came up to, came up was Hereditary. The, it's, the, there is only one that, other one that is, in my mind, as shocking, and it is in Funny Games. Oh. Which is his other movie. <laughs> yeah, and I know what you're talking you about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah. when, if you don't know what's happened, I've watched the American version and then watched the French version, mm-hmm. and it's still just as shocking. I didn't even knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. This is, this is that shocking. Like, it is. Like, never in a, I could have guessed, you could have gave me 150 guesses of what's going to happen in this scene, and I wouldn't even have been close. Yeah. That's how fucking shocking it is. Yeah, it's crazy. So I didn't want to talk about that. If people like anyone that's like, I'm not watching this weird French movie. It it, it is worth it for that alone because it is fucking crazy. Um, I guess we'll we'll rate we'll rate it and then we'll go into spoilers. So what'd you give it? Uh, I gave it an eight and a half. I gave it an eight. I teetered on an eight and a half. I was, I was, I was the same. Yeah, I was, I was the same. Because it is long and it is a little boring in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. Every single time, because the way we watched this was on a um, like a free service, so you had to watch ads. Right. Every time the ad came up, I thought we were like twice as far into the movie as we actually were. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's it's not a it's not an easy watch. It's definitely not for everyone. Um, I think it keeps you engaged very well. Though. It does. So my wife doesn't watch foreign language mo- movies because she doesn't like to read. She watched this entire movie because she was engaged because like it is that good. Um, but it still feels like it's not super exciting. Like nothing pays off because it is ambiguous. So it's definitely not for everyone. Like our mom wouldn't like this movie. Yeah, oh my you know gosh, what I'm she would hate it. I told because my wife started half of it and she asked me this morning. If she should finish it. And I said, I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah, so. like, it's definitely not for everyone, but I enjoy the movie. But I can't give it, like, a nine or a nine and a half, you know? Yes. Agreed. I, I think Funny Games is a nine or a nine and a half. I think Funny Games is a better version, a better movie than this. Mm, okay. All right. Funny Games is so good. Let's go into spoilers. Okay. 
So, the reason I say that you have to, the, the homework doesn't or makes it a better movie, I should say, is that moment you're talking about. We know that he did something to this little orphan boy when they were kids. Um, and his wife wants to know why, and he refuses to tell her, even though he thinks that this is the person that's been stalking them and leaving them videos. Yeah. And he refuses. The reason I feel like homework makes it better is because the French government kept that massacre hidden and lied about it for decades. And like, just recently, they admitted that they the, the police rounded up uh, Algerians. Yeah, 200 Algerians. And drowned them in this river. Like, it's, it's crazy. So, when you know that, um, his character is like all of France. They've lied for years and years. He lied for years and years. And he has that grief of lying. And it all comes to a head in that shocking scene where this kid that was going to be adopted by his parents, who was Algerian, and his parents got killed in that massacre, he didn't want him to live there, so he got him thrown into an orphanage. And then later when they're adults, my man kills himself right in front of him. Just fucking... Invites him over to his house and slits his throat out of nowhere. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, that is, like, symbolic of, oh, this is going to weigh on him slash the country until they fucking say something about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, like, uh, mass grief of the country, but it, he is the country. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it does make it better knowing that. Yeah, but I also think there's more than that. There's more than that to this movie. This movie's more of a... What's that movie you watched? <laughs> this movie's very... Um, this movie's Parasite before Parasite came out. Yeah. Because he can... He's rich. It's the rich versus the poor and versus having uh, no moral uh, qualms about what they do to the poor. So he doesn't care what he did to the, this kid. He's like, yeah, I got him kicked out of my house. I didn't want to share with him because he's grown up rich and he has no qualms. And at the end of the movie, when he sleeps with no problem, this guy killed himself right in front of him. He goes right to bed. Seemingly, he's fine. He doesn't care. Yeah, and well, see. And that's, I, it's like a rich, I, I see it as like a rich versus poor kind of thing. Oh, well, see, I guess I, I explained it wrong. So, he lied when they were kids, and that's like the France uh, take they 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 what's this what's the word colonized Algeria back in the day, mm-hmm. and then it was oppression oppression oppression. The lies are like the oppression oppression oppression. The massacre that happened when the revolution was going on is. When my man slit, slit his throat. So now it's that grief. That's when that grief starts. But it didn't actually start until the, the dude that killed himself, his son, 
comes to the main character the next day and is like, I hope you can live knowing that you destroyed this man's life. I think that is when the grief kicked in. And that's like symbolic of when France finally admitted that they did this horrible thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it is it is very classist also. Like there's definitely tones of that. Um, it is like Parasite, like you said. But it's also very much like The Gift. The uh, yeah. Jason Bateman movie, movie and Joel Egerton. Yeah, Joel Egerton. That this this that came out after this, and I think Joel Egerton said it was a big uh, influence. Yeah, very similar movies. I think I like this one more, even though the gift's really good. Yeah, the gift is really good. Um. I want to know. So, like, I know symbolically, symbolically why, but why did he kill himself? <laughs> I think it's like he knew the life that he could have had. If not, because he could have been. They always they kept saying that he could have had a, a he could have been well educated and been well off if he had been adopted. Right. And so it's it's just like he's living in a. I guess crappy apartment. It doesn't seem like that to me. The, you know, the guy, the main guy, he's supposed to be rich and stuff. His apartment's barely better than this guy's apartment. <laughs> Seriously. And, uh, but anyway, it's like, I don't know what, his, we don't know what his job is or whatever. He's sad. He realizes that he could have had something, could have, I guess he thinks he could have done better in life if he would have had the luxury of having money and growing up. But... Uh, and then the re, how do I say this? Like him coming back into his life with him saying like, I'm not, if, if, if he's not the one videotaping him, which that's another whole thing in itself is cause it's like, I don't think he wanted to kill himself. I think he did it to, to, cause he wanted to terrorize the guy, I think he is the videotaper, personally. Uh, and so I think he did it because he wanted to have him live the rest of his life knowing what happened. And it's like, it, almost he's trying to ruin his life yeah. by doing it. But he doesn't because he doesn't care. Really, it, He probably cares a little bit, but he just goes to bed fine. And I think that's what that's symbolic of. But then I also don't think he might have not did the thing because of the ending, the very end end. Yeah. Um, That's what I think. I think the way this is made is you can choose, you can pick and choose who you want to be doing the videotapes, and it changes the whole story. Yeah. I do like the, I, I do like what you said about he might have killed himself because dude showed up. I don't think the old guy did the videos. So... When, when dude shows up at his apartment, he's like, you know, what, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, bro, what the fuck is your problem? You know? And acting like he doesn't, you know, like blaming him even though he's the victim. Like. The rich guy's, 
the rich guy is blaming the 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 poor guy, even yeah. though the poor guy is the victim in this case. Oh yeah. And I think that that's like, oh, even after all this time, he got his way. I live this shitty life, and he's still gonna come and say I'm ruining his fucking life. That is some bullshit. You know, that, that does make sense. Actually. I kind of like that. I never thought of that until you said that. Yeah. Um. So let's so at the ending. You see both of their sons talking. What do you think that's about? So I, I did a lot of reading on this one, and everyone is kind of in agreement on the internet that the way their body because we don't hear anything, you no, don't hear nothing. So you're, all you have is body language, mm-hmm. and the way their body language is is that they've met before. Oh yeah, I think that he is this friend that he stayed the night with in the middle of the movie. Cause that Whoa. no, because the parent brings him home though. I oh, yeah, but they didn't know who this parent was. They'd never heard of Francois. That he usually goes to Yves' house. Yeah, yeah. They 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 didn't know who Francois Francois was. So they didn't we, know we can parent. just assume that that's this this is his a mother? random woman. No way, it's a random woman. Could be like he could have just been like, hey, I need you to take this give kid you back. twenty bucks. Yeah, give you twenty bucks. Take this kid back to this house. Yeah, could be anything. Uh. But, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. So the this the the thing is is for me with the if the kids were the ones who were filming, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why? I, it, I guess it's like. So we can assume that, M- M- Majid, yeah, Majid told his son about what happened because he's like, oh. He mentions that he sees the dude on TV. Right. So he sees the dude on TV. His son's probably with him in the living room. He's like, oh, let me tell you the story of blah, blah, blah. And so then his son probably gets angry about what happened. Goes and seeks out his son. When he, you know, does his research, whatever. Maybe they go to the same school. Probably not. He's a lot older, I think. Seems yeah. like it. And <laughs> it tells his son what his dad did. But I don't understand. What's the point of the tapes? Uh, What's the point of just setting them outside? Just to, just to know that someone else knows. That your secret's not safe. Well, he leads them back to the apartment. And you know whoever's doing the tapes has access to the apartment. Yeah. And But then it calls into question... The big emotional scene between the son and the mom that I just don't get. He's mad because she's always hanging out with her boss yeah, instead man. of paying attention to him. Well, it's weird. It's like semi, semi like um, saying she's cheating. Yeah, kind of. But it's I didn't see. That's why I thought initially, but it doesn't. It's end very. Like that. It's very ambiguous. Yeah, it's like is she cheating or is she not? She's but, like, oh yeah. They're very close. Yeah, they are. It's weird, but, but it's like also... The, but his wife is also close, too. Like, they all hang out together. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the Majid's son telling him, like, oh, your dad did this to my dad. And also, look at your how your mom's hanging out with... Like, he planted that seed, too, to make him hate both of his parents. Because, like, you... To get... A teenage 
kid or a 12-year-old kid on your side against their parents, you can't just pick one of them. I think you have to make them mad at both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is strange. Like, there's so many questions in this movie. With no answers. With no answers. Yeah, yeah it is, it's crazy. That's one of them. Yeah. It, it, the, the fun thing... I think that the fun thing about this movie is is that it successfully does like I can choose what I want the story to be. It's like a it's like a build your own fantasy. It's like a build your own fantasy yeah. thing. I can choose whatever I want it to be. That's what this movie is because at multiple points in this movie it could go either way. And so you just pick because there's no definitive ending. I think there is a clue about who who did it though. That scene when they're at a dinner party and they get a knock on the door and he goes outside uh-huh. and then he looks at he looks at all the streets and he went, goes back to close the door, there's a videotape in the door. Yeah. So like the sun has to be in on it, at least a little bit. Because like no one could have put that videotape in between the door without him seeing it unless it was someone behind him. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, because that, that, that scene was weird. Yeah. Um, but I also think you, it, you might want to re-watch it. Because I don't know if it... He, he doesn't try to close the door and it slams sh- shut on it. I think it ruffles in the wind and then he notices it. Oh, I'm pretty sure he, he tries to close the door and it like stops. Yeah, I don't know. It, hmm. it, yeah. Um... I really like, so you're talking about how his stagnant shots just create intensity. Even though, like, there's no music in this movie. There's none. And usually when there's no music, I fall asleep. This movie is very engaging, and I was in this movie. Mm. Um, But after Majid kills himself, and the son comes, Majid's son comes to talk to him, and he gets on the elevator with him, and we're just sitting there, and an elevator's already awkward. But, like, this was... So awkward and so intense. I was like, it's unbelievable how he just set this camera here in this elevator full of five people, and it feels like I'm about to watch someone get murdered. Yeah, like that is and having the half face reflection of the main dude visible. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. I loved it. Um. I mean. Yeah, there's like, I will be thinking about this movie for months, I think. I think things will just happen in your life, and then you'll come back to this movie. Yeah, I really do. It covers so much stuff. Yeah. And then, like, we haven't even got to, like, his relationship with his wife, really. Like, there's a whole plot, like, there's a whole, I don't know, like, thought scenario there where you can just like how their marriage is if it will go on after this all this stuff and everything the movie immediately starts and they're pissed off at each other for no reason and they just stay that way the entire time they're just crabby with each other mm-hmm. and it doesn't yeah it's like why why are they so crabby with each other and we don't ever really find out maybe that's just french people <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> but like, i think it's just because he is a liar. He's a pathological liar. From from six years old, we know that he's just a liar. And some people are like that. Yeah. And to, there's just no trust. To be honest, though, the kid did some gnarly stuff. <laughs> Killing mm-hmm. the chicken. The which kid? 
Majid? Yeah, Majid. Yeah, but he told him to do that. He said that Majid was simple, and he tricked him into saying that his dad wanted him to kill him. Kill that chicken for him. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, like, he didn't, he really didn't do anything gnarly. He's just a little simple boy. Oh, well, no. So, I, actually, this brings up, I forgot about this, because I read it, but I didn't write it down. Uh, there was a um, tuberculosis epidemic in the in France, mm-hmm. and the whole seeing Majid in the window with blood coming out of his mouth. Right. Uh, the fact that he sees it, people say that it, he believes it. It, it. Either he believes it, or it was actually true, and that's the main reason they didn't adopt him was because they thought he had tuberculosis. I think that he just lied it into existence. You know how you yeah. when you lie as a child and you just lie, 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 and eventually you just believe that. I think that's what happened, which is awesome, because I didn't even think about that either until you just said that. Yeah. God, this movie's good. It is good. Yeah. Um, I did feel like, so when the kid went missing and we're sitting there with the dad and the news is on the background, and we got subtitles for the news for like the first 10 seconds and then the camera pulled out and we didn't get any more subtitles i feel like we missed something there because i can't understand french yeah you know that i felt the exact same way i was like man that fucking it was sucks. so prevalent yeah it was loud but i also thought it was there just to be a, a a noise distraction and kind of add intensity to the scene yeah maybe we'll never know yeah um i'll go get the rosetta stone <laughs> i would love to learn french Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did want to talk about the 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 moment when he killed himself, though, because it immediately I thought of Hereditary and Parasite, but both of those movies make a spectacle of it, where like the music draws up, it gets it gets intense, and then Hereditary not so much. It does die down right after. It's like it builds, 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 and. Poof, done this movie's just no build fucking dude slits his throat nothing and we just sit there and it was like as simple as you can be but be shocking yeah so actually what's interesting about this movie is so i love the fact that um the the movie the short movie i shot in school uh the extempore one um in the garage yeah okay so there was a, a particular moment of up closeness when, uh, for for context, this movie's about a, a a kid committing, hanging himself, committing suicide. Yeah, your your film, your, my your. my film, yes. Yeah. And um, I did this specific shot where it was really up close on his face, kind of like the King's Speech up close, and then he you you watch him kick the stool out from under him, and you see the rope, the the it was a cord tighten. Mm-hmm. And I don't move the camera, and I let it sit there, and you just watch the cord dangle for a while. And I, I because of no no camera movement creates a like you said, kind of like a claustrophobic feel, but it also creates a feeling of I can't escape. Yeah. Because for some reason you just don't look you. You're watching it, 
and you want to look away, but you don't. And so without movement, that's what it does. That's what this does. And what's good about this is because you bring up Parasite and Hereditary, right? Hereditary, the big moment happens, boom, we're on the brother looking at his reaction. Yeah. Parasite, thing happens, boom, we're looking at the dad seeing what he's seeing. Right. This main character is facing away from you. You don't get someone's reaction, so the reaction is your own. Yeah. So it's just you reacting to this ridiculous moment. You're right, yeah. Yeah. So we we don't have anyone to play on. We're just reacting to, to that moment only from our own perspective. It's only yeah, it's voyeuristic. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Um Yeah, when you when they just sit there, it just it's just uneasy cuz even in your real life, you don't just sit and look at something with no movement for a minute or two minutes at a time. You know, it's just unnatural. Yeah. And then even, like, the character, the main character who witnessed it, he's he's shocked, looks at it, but the camera never moves. It never moves, and then he actually starts walking. He exit frame. Yeah, well, he, he's like, you know, we see his face finally. He has, like, his hand to his mouth and everything, like, in shock and stuff. Yeah, and he exits frame, and we're still there. Right. Just looking. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was flabbergasted for for minutes. I was like, "What is going on?" I didn't like. I thought I was expecting it to rewind and that be in his fucking head. That's how shocking it was. <laughs> <laughs> um. So since we talked about it, I'm I'm okay bumping it up to eight point five already. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep it at eight point five. I think if you enjoy. Uh, the like, if you're okay with ambigu- ambiguity in a movie, I would highly recommend this movie. If you're someone that definitely wants a definitive answer, this is not for you. Yeah, the complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that said, let's let's go on to the series showdown where we are wrapping up Spider Man. Whoop whoop. So what did you think of Spider-Man 3? Not as good as I remembered it, personally. Interesting. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think it's... Um, oh, let's let's go back just a second for wife reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to start I got to write that down in my notes so I quit forgetting. Yeah. Well, my wife didn't... She didn't finish this one? Didn't finish this one. She got too tired and went to bed. Okay. Um, my wife for this movie said it was her favorite film of the week. Uh, even though she really, really struggles to stay engaged with foreign movies, this one kept her attention. Uh, there are some questionable elements in the storyline, but nothing that I couldn't look past. Eight out of ten, she said. Nice. Yeah. Like she really struggles with foreign films, and she was engaged. That's a testament to this movie, you know, in itself. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, the first shot of the movie's stupid long. It's probably like four minutes. Yeah. And it doesn't do anything. And you're just in it. Yeah, you don't even know what you're looking at, really. No, no. no. It was confusing going from the videos to the real life. Yeah. And I was like, sometimes I don't know what, what, what you're looking at. All right, let's go back to Spider-Man now. Spider-Man. Okay, so what were you saying? Sorry. Uh, it wasn't as good as I remember, but I still had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will say, I think that this movie is made up of incredible, not just great, incredible moments. It's just put together, I wouldn't say poorly, but not as well. Not as well as the first two. And uh, I think my favorite moment of all of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is in this movie. I have it written down, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. Until we get to spoilers, I guess. Spoilers for Spider-Man. Yeah, Everyone yeah. sees Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I did. I remember before I even watched the movie. I remember this was like the first, one of the first movies I remember being super freaking pumped to go see in theaters because I was so excited to see Harry's Hobgoblin. Right. And uh, I forgot so much about this movie. Really? Oh my goodness, did I? I didn't think Harry was in this movie at all, but he is in it. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it kind of started clicking back with me, but... Yeah, the most interesting... Honestly, the most interesting part of this movie is uh, Peter and MJ's relationship, I think. Yeah. It's better than I remembered it being. I remember, like, choosing a side. I remember, like, I was always on... Peter's side, but now, now that I have really watched it and broke down everything that you both of them did, I'm like 50 50. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I remember this movie. I mean, I, I remember this movie being better than the first one, and I, uh, I still stand by that. I think it's better than the first one. Um, the only problem with this movie is the villains just show up, there's nothing really. There. Aside from Harry. Yeah, aside from Harry. The other two villains just are there mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Especially Venom is bad. It is the worst part of the movie. See, I feel like his was set up more than Sandman's watching it. The Sandman's, I feel like, was was uh, phoned in to be part of Peter's past. Um, but I didn't care. Because even though they just show up and it doesn't make any sense... I'm going to say some stupid shit right now <laughs> that people are going to be like, oh my God. Every single villain is still better than Green Goblin. Green Goblin is the worst villain in this whole trilogy. I can, I can actually see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like he's just, he's like, he's like a clown. He's just a character and everyone else is a real well-written character. With motivations and everything. And he's just there. Like Green Goblin is just, just yeah. mad. Yeah, that's, he is. He's just mad. Yeah, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm glad you agreed with me because I thought, I mean, people are still going to be pissy. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. If I, if I had known you were going to say something that crazy, I would have started filming this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, that one's going on the talk. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'll bring it up in next week. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't feel like we need to worry about spoilers for this movie. This movie's fucking old. Okay. Well, so is Cash. Yeah, but people have never seen Cash. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. This movie made like $1.4 billion. You really think it made that much? I mean, it made over a billion for sure. Uh, I really think that, like, as much as I remember the fight scene in 2 being the best fight scene... Every fight scene in this movie is on par. Aside from the last one, yes. The last one. Like, aside from the whole 
just like the whole last bit. Oh, I'm okay with the last hey, bit, honestly. Hey, no. Harry, I like the 2v2. The first fight scene with Harry, on par. It's fucking so good. awesome. So good. And it's so the, much longer than I remember. Yeah. Oh, my man. It just kept going. <laughs> the fight scene with the Sandman and the sewers, on par. Yeah. It's so good. That's it, really. I got... I no, I, I liked... So, the, the last one, because it's a 2v2, I think it feels different, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed most of it. I really like the... Um, like MJ falling and him constantly getting stopped trying to save her. Yeah, it's fun. The, yeah, that, that was a good moment. It's weird that we see a lot of that fight. Or we get a lot of the exposition for that fight on a new on the news. I feel like that that takes us out of it a little bit. But everything else, I really like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, every fight scene in this movie was better than ninety nine percent of fight scenes in. In, like Marvel these days. Yeah. You know, I remember when uh, Far From Home came out and the fight scene with uh, Mysterio. Well, with all the drones and Spider-Man swinging and mm-hmm. doing... Everyone was like, oh my God, finally some Spider-Man action. That makes sense. Bro, Spider-Man action has been good from the beginning and it just got worse, honestly. Yeah, the... Um, the only standout... The only standout... Fight in Tom Holland Spider Man is his Green Goblin fight at the end of the third one. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I mean it's just them towing off on teeing off on each other, mm. just taking turn punching each other. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean the Harry fight was. I mean, there's only awesome. like in my mind, there's only like two fights in the entire MCU that even can like come decently close, and that's the uh, Iron Man Thanos fight in Infinity War. That little like segment where he's just beating the crap out of him, super good. Where he's like not just Iron Man, but all like, yeah, um, but mainly Iron Man. Yeah, it, it, it is shot like it's Mortal Kombat. It's shot like a two v fight. You're just watching Iron Man just punch him this way, and the Thanos fight back, and then that's you have the, these extra characters. That's the best fight in the MCU. Yeah, and then the other one is uh, you haven't seen it yet. It's uh, not a fight scene, but an action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Guardians of the Galaxy three hallway scene, which mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about for good reason. It is quite good. But that's different. This is a fight scene. That that scene has guns. It's, yeah. it's different. It is different. Somehow. Um, I really liked the Bruce Campbell cameo in this one. Like I feel like it's the best of them. He's, oh. the, he's the maitre d' at the French restaurant. Yeah. Oh my he's god. It's my wife was dying. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. And like I know this movie gets a lot of flack for uh, emo Spider Man. I feel like it all works. So the, there's only one part of it that doesn't work, mm-hmm. and they could have fixed it. Okay, is when he looks in the mirror and purposely pushes his hair down. No, that's just hilarious. No, but I, I do have I do have in my notes. I will say I do have my notes. I said the emo jazz section is like not very good, but it's also not bad if you just accept it. Yeah. Uh, and then like, you have a fun, fine time watching it. Um, yeah, I mean... I, 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 See, here's why I think... It's people, different, though. It does take you out of the movie, though. A little bit, maybe. Yeah. But here's why I think it's so funny. is because this symbiote, even though it's not comics accurate, it makes people act on their emotions at a heightened sense and it makes you a little bit angrier i think in this movie it's never really explained but the fact that 
Peter Parker is like the nerdiest dude ever. And this is what hardcore bad looks like is hilarious. He's like, yeah, I'm going to put a little bit of highlighter on and move my hair in my face. And I'm going to walk around jazz fingering people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's hilarious. And the funny thing is, is like the whole time the music is jazz music. Yeah. It just switches. It's so crazy. Um, I feel like even though there are a shit ton of characters, no one is underwritten. And even even when you say Venom, I don't think he's underwritten. I just think they rushed him to be Venom. I think the original plan, and I, I have no merit on this. It just seems like this is what they were going for. Is this movie was going to be Sandman, Hobgoblin, black Spider-Man suit, setting up Venom for a fourth movie. And someone at the studio was like, get Venom in here. And it was like a last minute thing. I have no merit to that. Like there's no, no, nothing I've read that says that. It just feels like that. Because I, he let Harry stew for a whole movie. So I feel like setting up Eddie Brock as this rival photographer for a future movie just makes sense for what he had done before. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think Eddie Brock's, like his character arc still works. It's just that... They made him get the Venom suit way earlier than makes sense. And a cool scene, too. It is a very cool yeah. scene. When he's ripping it off and the falls on Eddie. Yeah, and they're in a church. Yeah. And, and he finds out it's Peter, too. Oh, Because he has ridiculously good eyes. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Tony said the same thing. My wife was like, how can he see him? <laughs> I was like, well, he don't need glasses like you. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh... Yeah. There's so many scenes that are so good in this movie. Yeah, like you said, like that scene, even though people hate that Venom, that scene is so good. Yeah. The, um, in the, uh, in the sewer fight scene with, which is like, the sewer part's just a continuation of his fight. Yeah. He, he, they start fighting above ground, and then it just goes to the sewers. Yeah. But anyway, in the, in the subway Slash sewers fight, and then Harry or Peter's all mad at him because he just found out he's the one who killed Ben. Right, and he's got the black suit on. And Peter says, like, I forget what he says. I forget what he says, but then Sandman turns around and is like, What does it matter to you? And Peter's just like, Everything. And he freaking, <laughs> freaking webs the train and dashes him. It's the best moment in the whole trilogy. It I don't is, know about that. It is. It is bone chilling it's so good it's one of the it's the freaking it's the incredible hulk ripping the elbow out and stabbing the abomination yeah it's 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 that's it's the scene it's the iron man uppercut punch elbow down it's they don't give you any time to, to process, to process it. it but it's yeah. the best moment in the whole thing i, I see what you're saying yeah. yeah i mean i remember before watching it, I remember the train, like the Sandman middle fight being, eh, and it is awesome. Yeah, so good. Like, Sam Raimi knows what he's doing. Is is Multiverse of Madness this good? Oh, no. <laughs> what did he do? He get old? Uh, no, he probably just has a lot of rules. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, <laughs> he's got the um, MCU well, it's, rules. It's more horror than action. Yeah, like, I guess. Like, uh... God, what's her name? Scarlet Witch. When she goes to uh, 
the uh, the other universe with all the smart people, you know, with uh, Mr. Fantastic and Captain yeah. Britain or whatever. Oi! And all them people. Right. And she just kills them all. Right. Uh, it's just more horror elemented. I guess neither of their uh, power sets are as cinematic as Spider-Man's either. Yeah, like, Spider-Man is made so cinematic. It's, yeah. All he does is web and punch things. Right, he's just flipping around doing awesome shit yeah. all the time. So it's just it's just gonna be more fun. Right. And, uh, uh, yeah. Scarlet Witch just looks cool all the time. I don't know. Oh, she does. When she, she fucking reds out, she looks dope as shit. But she doesn't do anything cool. She can just do everything with her mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, people like people really like the scene when she, like, closes Black Bolt's mouth. And then yeah. he tries to do it, and he blows his own head up and stuff. You know, I've never seen that movie. I've seen every single one of them people die, like, nine times on Twitter. Yeah. The, the uh, Mr. Fantastic one's terrible. She just shreds him. <laughs> Dumb. Um... So, what'd you end up giving this movie? Uh, I initially wrote down a 6.5. Oh my god. You think this movie's worse than the first one? Yes. How? The first movie's dumb. No, the first movie is way better than I remembered it being. You're crazy. A 6.5? I could go up to a 7.5. But, I'm... like, per, for my own score. I, I put it on 8.5. Okay. That's why I put the first one at. was 8.5. You're, that is bonkers. So, so you, you're standing by. This is the worst one? Yeah. After watching them all back to back to back like that, you're saying this is the worst movie. Yeah. What? How? 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 Yeah. How? Uh, uh, just... I don't know. It just it doesn't congeal well. All the other ones are like a whole story. This movie is awesome, probably you know best in the series moments, but as a whole together, it's it's messily put together. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I just disagree. Well, I know. Did you? Uh, did you? Uh, you know when we were deciding what we thought. Does your rank match what you thought the rank was going to be? No, I thought this movie was higher than the first one. Yeah. Were you crabby when you watched this movie? Let me try to think. <laughs> uh, this is my, it was my long work week, you know, I'm putting like 62 hours in this week. Yeah, you're so. crabby right now, so that's why I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it's so. Hmm. I don't know. I'll probably surprise you on our next movie. Uh, oh my god. But, but, uh. I swear to god, if that movie has a higher score than this movie, <laughs> I refuse, dude. <laughs> uh. But, uh. I did, because of the next movie, let me talk about this real quick. Mm -hmm. Because of the next movie, uh, I've rehashed a score from last week's. Okay, what was that? I lowered Hypnotic's score. What was Hypnotic's? Like, I. Five, 5. 5. I put it at a five. Oh. I think we had a like a six and a half or, or something. Interesting. Um, I'm fine with putting this at like a seven and a half, but it's it's because it has a lot more cool moments in it. It's too long. 
it doesn't meld well together. What'd you give it? You didn't even tell me. An 8.5. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. I gave two a 9, this an 8.5, and one a 7. 7? Yeah. yeah we, we put one and an 8, I think, as a co collective, because I gave one an 8.5. We're going to need a third person. <laughs> We're going to have to come up with like a, a process. Maybe the wife reviews. What, let's go to the wife reviews. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen her Spider-Man 3 one yet. I'll do mine first. Uh, she said she's conflicted. It's still the second best Marvel movie she's seen, but it's nowhere near as good as Spider-Man 2. It feels like they decided that they were going to cram as many villains as possible into the storyline, and it honestly doesn't work. I understand what they were trying to do with the Sandman, wrapping up Parker's past, and helping him let go of the desire for vengeance, but it just didn't work. The entire Sandman storyline is mediocre, and she gave it a 6.5. That's what I gave it. Damn. You're uh, like the same person. My wife, <laughs> um, she gives her ranking first. Spider-Man 3, 7 out of 10. Love everything about Harry's character. Disliked Mary Jane. Eddie was bad. <laughs> <laughs> her reviews are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, this is one thing I, I that I will say, probably the reason I gave it such a low rank, a uh, 6.5, is the end the ending of the trilogy mm -hmm. because Harry and MJ are hugging and that's how the movie ends. They're hugging at Harry's or Peter and MJ are hugging at Harry's funeral at yeah. the end. Mm -hmm. And that's just how the, how it ends. And I'm like, I don't know if you guys would, I don't think they would be together if Harry didn't die. I think Harry's death is what's bringing them back together. And I just don't think that their relationship was finished. I don't think we got everything we needed to either choose if they're meant to be together or not meant to be together. That ain't this movie's fault, though. He was making a four, and they ripped him off of it to make Amazing Spider-Man. That's not on this movie. Is that true? Like, is that confirmed that he had a fourth planned? Do we know like, this? Like, he was basically about to start production. Like, he might have filmed a week, and they were like, oh, we're going to reboot it, actually. Oh, Okay, well, let's see, that changes things. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to go up for my own personal score to like a 7.5 because I do think that their relationship was unfinished. Okay. Well, let's put it at an 8 then. Okay. So we got, so... It's still lower than 1, but it's not that much lower. Well, 1 still at, was like an 8 with your review plus my 8.5, so it's like, they're both at 8. Oh, good. I like so that. So 1 and 3 at an 8, and then 2 at a 9. I'm fine with that. Because that, that did leave a sour taste in my mouth because I didn't remember that. I thought they were kind of like had their happily ever after or weren't together at all. Yeah. And so the fact that they were still, I would say, like struggling in that scenario really, really turned me off. I, re I remember uh, Harry's death not being super uh, heart-wrenching. And it was kind of. It was quite yeah. sad. Yeah, well, he, he's like the best character in the whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, like, even the... I, his bomb moment is the most talked... I would say is, like, the most talked about scene of the whole movie. Oh, dude, Timmy was like, did she just kill him? Did he just kill her? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Because it's so cool. He's just walking away, and he's just like, Phew. and then the way he the way he webs it, he doesn't even like look back. He just freaking throws it, and he just continues walking. It just blows up in his face. Yeah, it doesn't even care. It's so good. There's so many amazing, cool moments. Did you notice before we leave this? Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a new technology out because there's a lot of wonky CG scenes in this movie where you see the actor's real face and it looks like it's floating on a CG body. Yeah, the CGI is the worst in, in yeah, this movie. Yeah, because I, I, I think something new came out. <laughs> yeah. And they were trying to test it <laughs> right. to get it to work. And Because there's a lot of times where you just see like a floating, realistic-looking face on a bad CG body. I, I think... I, I, I'm not saying... Well, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, just the normal swinging, even when he's in full costume, though, looks worse in this movie than it did in the last movie. And I don't know if it's because it's all in bright daylight. And the last movie, like, it was still in the daytime, but it was, like, a little bit grittier. And in the first movie, it's, like, basically all at night, you know, to hide all that shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's that, but it does. It is the worst the CGI looks in the, in the whole franchise. Yeah. But it didn't really do It doesn't bother me. Uh, Sandman's transformations of note, too. Good, good transformation scene. Yeah, even though it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Like, what, what are they doing well, in the middle of this field? It's better when he wake, like when he wakes up and he's like trying to get his locket and his arm falls. Yeah, he's. So cool. We always talk about how cool Clayman, Clayman, Clayface would be as a Batman villain. Sandman is basically Clayface, just less, just a little bit less cool. Yeah, talk about. I don't know that guy's name in real life Thomas Hayden Church oh yeah yeah Thomas Hayden Church one of my teachers at school did um, one of his movies recently oh. uh, he's in he's plays the cop the cop character in Twisted Metal oh really yeah he also plays the bad guy in George of the Jungle yeah what a movie that's, that's why that's what I was getting at I was like what, what was Sam Raimi thinking he's like let me get the bad guy from George of the Jungle to play Sam hey he's a good actor honestly yeah like, he's, he's good yeah it's crazy how good these all the villains are, besides cops. <laughs> yeah, but he's still good, though. Who, Green Goblin? Yeah. I mean, he's decent. The, the, the thing that stands out, like I said, about Green Goblin, or even because Venom does it too, but Green Goblin did it first. <laughs> uh, it did it better, really. Uh, I like the fact, that, I, I talked about this the first time, I like the fact that Green Goblin goes after Peter personally. It, it just doesn't ever happen. They always have a grand scheme. And the Green Goblin's like, nope, I'm going to hurt everyone you love because you hurt me Yeah, by not joining me. I think that's just something that really works with Spider-Man because, like we talked about, he's not like other superheroes. He's not like, Batman's a billionaire. He's done years of training. Superman is literally Superman. Wonder Woman, years of training. You know, Iron Man, a billionaire. The Hulk, like, what, what can you do with the Hulk, you know? Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man is just this kid from the Bronx. Yeah. You know? And, like, you can get to him. Even though he is crazy strong. Like, you can get to get to him. And I, it works. It really does. <clears throat> so. Well, we, we ranked everything, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're good to move on to the main topic of the week. Which is 65. 65. I am scared to hear what you're going to say about this movie now. Well, well, let's hear about it. Well, my first note is, nice opening twist. I thought it was cool. Interesting. 
Uh, I mean, the only good thing I'm saying about this movie is that it op- the opening shot and the closing shots are fun. That's the only thing good I'm going to say about this whole thing. You didn't like the opening twist? You weren't like, oh, that's kind of cool. No. Really? No, I can't stand it. Well, that's weird. We'll talk about it. Um, and I said uh, I, I said I kind of like this like weird tone that the movie had. It's kind of quirky. It was a little weird, but I liked it. I did not like it. <laughs> um, I the world that the 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 world of the planet is the most um, truly wild world I've ever seen put on screen. You're talking about the planet, like like the planet that we're on. Yes, like the the. Like, when we look and we get to see how the world works, like, the real survival of the fittest world, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, how I would imagine it to be. We've never... I've never seen a world at that level of, like, just true... Y- you need to be careful to survive because there's predators out there. It, it does it better than any other movie I've ever seen, to be honest. Yeah, because it's devoid of humans, and usually yeah. humans trump everything. Yeah, yeah I guess. So it was a. It's a nice thing. I've never seen it, and I, I was like, "Wow, this world is really." Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say interesting because we know that. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what else I'm gonna say about this movie without spoiling. <laughs> Even though. The movie is... I personally don't think the movie is worth the watch. And the spoilers... I feel like all the spoilers are going to make make you groan and not want to watch it. But we will... I, I'm okay with just ranking it and going straight into spoilers. Okay, we're going to do wife reviews first? Um, wife reviews kind of have spoilers sometimes. Yeah. I, I will say... Well, I can, I can say some more stuff. I feel like... This movie is as cliche as you can get. Like, character-wise, writing-wise, even the the cinematography and shooting. I feel like it's all baseline, just average. Okay? I don't disagree. Okay. Um, Although the final, the final, like, fight scene, the finale of it, is freaking cool. <laughs> you gotta agree. It, I don't know. It was pretty cool. Um, I do want to point out, before we go into spoilers, that there are multiple scenes that are straight from Jurassic Park, and they just did it again. Yeah, there's one standout one. The waterfall? Yeah. There's yeah. There's a, there's a scene where they hide in a fucking cave behind a waterfall, and a dinosaur head comes into it. Yeah. There's a and it's black too, and you see the shadow and the in the water. It's identical. There's yeah, a scene. It's cool. There's a scene where uh, someone's crawling through a log as a dinosaur is coming coming attack on top of the log. That literally happens in the Lost World. There's a scene where a space vehicle or a part of a spaceship, just like a jeep, falls down and lands pointed straight up, like it does in the original fucking movie. There's a scene in a tree where they have to climb up a tree. Like it's crazy how many of these scenes can be pulled, and you're like, "This happened in Jurassic Park." That's true. 
I, I, I can't believe how lazy it is. <laughs> like, it's bonkers. Well, if it's just homage. Um, let's see. Oh, and like, they used... I know these are the popular dinosaurs. They use all the same dinosaurs. There's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. There's a Velociraptor. There's a... I mean, there are some new dinosaurs in this movie that I don't know for that are real dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but like, when you have all of these dinosaurs to pick from and you're going to pick the exact same ones that have been in six Jurassic Park movies, that's crazy. Oh, the cave dinosaurs. Dope. <laughs> the cave dinosaur. So cool. Like the little one that goes in the cave or the one that... The one that's in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a real dinosaur. So cool. Um, there's a scene where there are two T-Rexes fucking attacking a vehicle and the one comes in to attack the vehicle and the other one makes a surprise, just like in The Lost World. Yeah, but then they twist it again. Yeah, but it's not like... At that point, I don't care. <laughs> it's crazy how many shots were straight from Jurassic Park. That's all I wanted to say, is that it's just, like, it was so cliche, I felt like it was an abysmal watch, and everything, everything that they thought was interesting, I groaned at. Hmm. Like, even that opening, that opening twist. The opening twist, I thought, I was like, oh, yikes. That's how bad I thought oh, it was. I like that. Well, let's give our rank. Let's give our ratings and then go into spoilers so we can talk about it. Okay. So, what'd you give it? Seven. A seven. Yes. Because this is what I'll say. Everything about this movie is average, but I think it does everything like just above average. And I would say an average movie is a six. And so I'm saying because it does everything that's just, personally for me, it's like. It's just average, but just a step above it. I'm gave, I gave it a seven, and my wife gave it a seven as well. I feel like we just we're in better moods when we watch this movie than you were. I was in a great mood. Mm. I was about to watch a movie with dinosaurs in it. Yeah, and it, it immediately took a fucking nosedive, and it never corrected. <laughs> I gave this movie a three. Dang, son, that's insane. Oh, dude, I was. Like, I wanted to rip my fucking eyeballs out. I'm interested. This movie. Did Tiffany watch this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear her review. I think that we can't even come to an agreement on this movie if Probably it's not. this fucking, this fucking big of a gap. Yeah. We're going to have to I got, an I got all, all sorts of not bad things to say about this movie. All right. Let's go into it. Spoiler reviews for 65, even though I don't think you should fucking watch this movie. I would not waste my time. Uh, I don't get it. I thought that was fun. I thought the idea that... I thought the part that was not cliche was that his daughter was, passes before he gets home and he knows it. I think that makes the reason for him... not The reason for him not killing himself very interesting in the first part of the movie. I mean... I'm not saying like that, like, yeah, that's the least cliche thing, maybe, but I think that they should have told us beforehand because it didn't make any sense. It took me out that he was willing to kill himself right away, even though, even though he is doing this to save his daughter who has space cancer. But let's talk about the big twist before we talk about anything. In the opening, in the opening scene, which is awesome, by the way, you're flying through space going through galaxies and shit, and it is gorgeous. Mm. 
there's text that says there are space-faring beings and we end up on this planet and which is close it's called it was almost like it was polaris so so solaris some samaris samaris that's what it was because i was like oh it's very it, it was close to solaris yeah um and we find out that these main characters are not humans yes which is stupid <laughs> because i don't care how many fucking planets there are these fucking aliens look talk gesture have technology just like humans it is mathematically impossible yeah that's something you just gotta look past though. i can't just i, I, I could enjoy it no nope. that's like that's like saying oh i won't watch glad i, I gladiator is a bad movie because they're not speaking roman ancient rome no but we know we know that they spoke that and it's just easier for us this is just this is just them speaking english because there's another character who doesn't speak english yeah she's that's what i did point it out to my wife I told her after we watched the movie, I was like, it's funny that her language is a made-up language, but he still speaks English. <laughs> that's, it, it's, but it's like, that's just, that's just some nitpicky stuff I just look past. So if it was just the language, maybe. But, like, guns that look just like our guns, spaceships that look like futuristic spaceships, but still like our spaceships, it's basically saying any kind of adapting a, a species can do is all going to come to this one point like we are the advanced species well no so 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 you're taking it that way that an advanced species came from this world i was taking it as uh they're gonna be because with the ending they get off mm -hmm. they're gonna come back to that planet and like that's how we're formed eventually well, see i thought that eventually I, I thought that it was going to be some stupid twist like that too but i don't know maybe that could be but even then it's still because i also thought it could support the um future how do you say it that we were like a futuristic civilization and then we hit a apocalypse ancient scenario. alien theory yeah kind of like that that's that's how i kind of took it and i rode with that the whole movie you know, yeah, I don't. That think we found like this future, like this tech, ancient technology that was in the dinosaur eras, and we don't know what it was used for, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think they would come back though. Like, I just don't see why they would come back. And the well, ending shot, we see. Oh, well, I guess we got to talk about the other twist that happens fifteen minutes into the movie, is that the dude crash lands on Earth sixty five million years ago. Yeah, it this, is Earth. This alien crash lands on Earth 65 million years ago. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, we see the asteroid hit that wipes out the dinosaurs, and the ending shot is just the planet going through its stages until humans are there. Yeah. Well, essentially, like modern-day humans, uh, which is very cool. I thought that was cool. Um, that was a cool moment when he sees it. For the first time, like getting closer. Yeah, uh, I caught on. I was like, uh "Oh, it's coming." Yeah, and my wife didn't. And so when he, when they like really truly, Looked when you it, truly yeah. look at it and find out it's coming, I could see it on her face. She got so she was like, 
And she was like getting it gets you it kind of gets you pumped up. This so, is like this is like cool moment. This is like this is what I'm gonna say. The you, all your problems is like those people who don't like remember me. They're like, oh, it was just this kind of movie at the end, and it was stupid. No, no, no. Yeah, because I got I got a whole list here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fact that he knowingly told her that her parents were still alive just to kind of motivate her to go to this mountain unnecessary <laughs> yeah but it, it, it was like she wasn't listening she wasn't listening so it was like a tactic to motivate her except that she ain't listening move. they don't speak the same language yeah. well anyway it it made i liked it because then it came to like a thing i was like oh i'm excited when she finds out no see i, I for me i was like oh they have. I know exactly how this movie was made. They pitched this movie. They're like, some like a person lands on the planet sixty five million years ago. There'll be dinosaurs, but he's gonna have future tech. And they're like, all right, make that movie. And they're like, okay, what are we gonna do to make these characters not bland as hell, even though they still were? They're like, oh, we're gonna make her speak a different language, and he's gonna have to. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little jokey, father daughter kind of thing where they have to talk, but then like we're gonna make. Uh, Make him make this choice and not tell her. To give him a little a little character wrinkle. It's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't get it. I don't know, man. This movie was why I put Hypnotic down. It was because I gave Hypnotic like a six and a half or something. I like Hypnotic way more than this movie. And no, uh, see, I was like, oh no, Hypnotic's like a truly average movie. This is an average movie with like... That's done a little bit better. Oh, this is an abysmal movie. Oh. Um, when they crash landed, these fucking bodies got ejected from a spaceship going like fucking who knows how fast. They looked completely fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were frozen. But. But, yeah. oh my God. I was like, what the hell is yeah. going on? Yeah, I noticed that too. She's dangling from a tree. So you see, things took you out of it. You just didn't let it bother you. Exactly. Yeah, it, did, it didn't bother me. I didn't. It's not that I didn't let it. It just didn't. Oh well, they, see everything that took it out. It, just, it bothered the shit. It didn't out even of me. take me out. I was just like, you just noticed it. Yeah. Um. Now you're not. There's no way that you can defend this choice because they speak different languages. He draws things for her. Oh, the cave thing. So I like the they cave drawing. In the in a fucking cave, and they made a cave drawing. It was a crude mountain with two people and an arrow. Yeah, I and, thought that was cool. I was like, oh, it's like the it's like, you know, humans were here. That's cool. That is not cool. It's yeah. so cringe, bro. No, no, I thought that was cool. <laughs> I cannot believe you liked this movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought the cave scene was so cool. The cave, like him fighting the freaking albino dinosaur in the cave. It was awesome using his his uh i don't even know what you would call that thing his like hologram something it does a lot of things his smart watch yeah <laughs> but like using that because he can't see anything as his hologram to figure out where the dinosaur is so where he knows where to attack i was like that's like well thought out cool and it worked the scene worked I thought that was a really good scene. It was kind the of cool. ending, the ending, the very, very end of the final fight was super well done. Very, very end. I don't think that dinosaur is real. And that's like, that really took me out of it too. Because you're a dinosaur kid. Because I'm a dinosaur man. Yeah. 
Yeah, because like the main dinosaurs who, who are chasing them are like these Komodo dragon things. Yeah, they, they walk on all fours, but they are T-Rex size, and I don't think that they exist. Yeah. I could be wrong, because I'm not like a hardcore dinosaur man, but I've never seen anything like that. It's, it's crazy looking. Yeah. See, that? I know you're more into dinosaurs than me, so that doesn't... I was like, oh, these things are like giant Komodo dragons. This is cool. Um, I couldn't yeah. get over all of the... All of the astronomical odds for not only the aliens being human-esque, like, even being bipedal. Like, it just doesn't... Like, that is astronomical in itself. But being bipedal, having hair, having the same kind of eyes, using the same kind of technology. And then, once we crash land on Earth, which at this time is one continent, so 70% ocean, one land mass, it hits land... I think it auto goes for land. I think it could. You can you can assume their tech was pretty far advanced. You can assume that it knows where the land is on a planet and can get that. Maybe I don't know. It's, it needed manual override just because some asteroids were there. Yeah, I, I it's just everything took me out of it. I could I couldn't with the movie. So this is like your Little Mermaid. It was scuttle diving in the water took me out of it. And I could never get back in. Yeah, this like, is exactly what happened. And this was instant, right when we found out they weren't humans, <coughs> but they looked like humans. Yeah. <coughs> um, I have a couple more. I forgot. Straight out of Jurassic Park. There's an eye that looks through a window, like in Jurassic Park One. There is. Yep. When she's dangling upside down in the thing. One of them comes up, looks through. Oh, yeah. The, one of the two T-Rexes at yeah. the end? Yeah. Yeah, same dinosaur, same everything. And then when he's out trying to do whatever he was trying to do, I forget. At the end? Yeah. Okay. And she shines that hologram. It's just like turning the flashlight on in Jurassic Park. It, it was mind-boggling how much of this movie was just Jurassic Park. It could have just been a giant homage. <laughs> that's not an homage that's just fucking that someone I said it's so lazy that it's like an AI wrote this movie it's like they were like dinosaur movie future guns and they were like make a fucking script and it, the, the AI looked at Jurassic Park and wrote a fucking script <laughs> that's what it was like it was so bad see I just had fun with this movie I think you went in you were like kind of excited that it was a dinosaur movie and you hadn't seen a dinosaur movie in a long time yeah. and you had expectations yeah see i Obviously. went in i went in just knowing this movie is gonna be average and so it just met all my expectations and then exceeded it my last note it says that this is one of the worst big studio movies i've ever fucking seen that's crazy dude yeah i mean i could not with this movie that's insane. A three is outrageous, to be honest with you. It's this this movie deserves a five just for like how well it is made. No. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Just because it copied some shots. Everyone copies shots. There's no new shots. No, no. It's not. It just did the same shots over and over again. It didn't have any shots. So that's like saying, oh, the opening scene in Barbie's dumb because it's this copied. Well, no. Copy 2001. That's a parody. That's different. Huh? No, because she did it. She copied all of Stanley Kubrick stuff, the whole Barbie movie. I don't know. I mean, I didn't love Barbie either. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> the movie's well acted. It, it's, 
the 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 worst part about the movie is that the action if the action was better in this movie the action is subpar. Aside the the cave scenes real stand out. I think it's well done. It's not action. It's more of a horror. Well, here's the thing. Is it's a, this is a this is a survival horror movie. It's not yeah, but the action. tone doesn't fit. I think that's the problem. Not only is everything taking me out, but because the action's not good, it doesn't it doesn't stay survival horror. It's just borderline like survival horror. But they lighten the tone. Like if this was the road, but on a dinosaur planet. Yeah. Okay. But Adam Driver gets effed up in this movie, which I thought was dope. Yeah, it was gory. He's like he's like getting effed up like uh, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Yeah, it is. It is way gorier than I thought it was gonna be. And the way he acts, it too, he does a good job. I mean, he, he's like just... he gets stabbed in the in the crash at the very beginning. Yeah. In his stomach, and the whole time during his scenes, like you can see him sometimes just holding his stomach. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything bad about Adam Driver. Okay, yeah. like he he definitely took this movie 100 percent serious, and he is a good actor, but. Everything else, I can't. I can't yeah. with it. No, this is what I'm saying. Everything about this movie is average. Adam Driver's acting stand out, but it's average, and it's just a little bit better. So that's why I think if we can give it a freaking six, I would prefer it to be a six and a half. Uh, we're just going to asterisk it. No. We are. The movie's not... You're just mad about it. I'm not just mad yeah. about it. I wanted to rip my eyeballs out watching this movie. Let's we'll give our wife reviews first before we do that. <laughs> you think my fucking review's bad? Wait till you listen to what my wife said. It's crazy. I really thought her review was going to be good. 93 minutes that I'll never get back. This movie is a sad excuse to put space travel and dinosaurs on the same screen. I could rant about all the idiocy idiocy in this movie but i'll spare you 1.5 out of 10 my goodness man this is my wife's review overall this movie was okay to me i really liked how they called the dinosaurs aliens because i went into this movie thinking this was just another dinosaur movie i also liked when they finally showed the meteor that was coming to hit the planet and that you realize that it is the meteor that the dinosaurs that makes the dinosaurs go extinct mm-hmm the coolest scene was at the end where the dinosaur's flesh was steamed off by the geyser, the acid geyser. That was cool. It was cool. It was a dope freaking scene. And well well uh, CG'd, too. The whole movie has, like, this movie had a budget. It was well. Yeah. There were some scenes where the background was a little janky. Yeah, I can't say anything bad about the CG guy. Yeah. They, they all looked like real dinosaurs. That's what I'm saying. Like, a three, the movie has bad quality at that point. You get what I'm saying? So I don't like, think it necessarily does. Like, a, a, a four... The movie deserves at least a four for quality. But anyway, for me personally, I wish there would have been a little bit more action. I would rate this movie a seven out of ten. So we, me and her agreed on a seven out of ten. Let's just see. You give it a three and a half or a three? A three. All right. Let's just do math here. Seven plus seven plus three plus 1.5 divided by four. Is it a four and a half? Wait, hold on. <laughs> it did the division first because I <laughs> oh <laughs> 4.6 so yeah I'm okay with a 4.5 if we really I have feel it. like it rounds up to a 5 <laughs> this movie's better than Hypnotic 100% better than Hypnotic it's 100% not better yeah. no no oh yeah it is no, I'm trying to think but it's borderline quality and this is why I said it's maybe the worst studio movie that I've ever seen because there is studio quality there. You can't you can't deny that. 
but it is so abysmal. Like, I can't, I, I don't know. Like, what is the lowest a studio movie can be made? We talked about this a couple weeks ago on the pod, didn't we? Uh, no, I think that was a personal A personal, a personal conversation. conversation? Yeah. Because I don't think a studio movie can be a one. Yeah, yeah. You, you get points for quality. What was our, what's our, I don't know what our ranking system is, honestly. I don't know. You're the one who came up with it. <laughs> like, um, I can't even imagine a movie getting a one. It has to be so bad. Oh, I, I watched a one. Yeah, I know you said you did. Uh, I would say, like, one through three are, like, unwatchable. This, Terrible. This movie is unwatchable. No, it's not. I would recommend this movie to some. I were, to our grandpa, I guarantee I could recommend this movie, and he'd be totally down and be like, yeah, that's a good movie, because he watches crappy movies all day. And he would be like, yeah, this movie. He likes low-budget, crappy movies. Yeah. yeah. And I sat there, and I told him, I said, let me tell you about this movie I watched. I told him about the premise, and he was like, how much money does this make? I was like, or how much money does this cost? And I said, this was a fucking real movie. I said, like, real actors, real filmmakers. I was like, this is bullshit, bro. And he was like, I can't believe it. He, he, he would not like this movie. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, he would. He would definitely like it. We're going to get him to watch it. I, I want him to watch it. We'll, hey. do, we'll do poppy reviews. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I cannot give it a five. I'll, I will meet you at a four point five. God, Jesus. Okay. Fine. Or we can asterisk. Asterisk. I'd rather asterisk it. Okay. And do just it. do a seven and a three. Yep, seven and a three. Why the wives don't matter? What's seven and a three? <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's right. A five's right. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like my opinion has weight, more weight than yours. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Just because you like dinosaurs. No, no, no. Just because I think that my opinion is better than most people's. <laughs> See, the reason this movie deserves a five is just for the cave scene alone. It was so well done. Mm, I don't think, it scene? wasn't that great. No, no, no. It yeah. was good. No, it wasn't that good. It really was, though. I don't think so. I, think I, I felt like I was watching Descent. Shit, <laughs> please. Uh, talk about falling asleep. I was falling asleep in this movie. Oh, heck no, dude. I was more awake in this movie than, than all the movies I watched this week. Okay. But let's just, well, well let's say something first. Because okay. you, you mentioned something about me being crabby yeah. and stuff. That is a contributing factor that people don't realize. So, I watched... Oh, man. How do I explain this? The, the, the movie I was talking about, or the, my movie I was talking about yeah. earlier. I've seen that movie on my phone. Like, I've watched it on my phone. Mm-hmm. My, my personal movie. Yeah. Watched it on my phone. I've watched it on a monitor. I've watched it on a big screen at school with huge sound systems. Yeah. And when you watch it on the big screen... With a sound system, it's a totally different experience than watching it on your phone. Like I showed someone, a friend at work, my movie on my phone, and like you can just tell that he was just like kind of like looking at it, just kind of like oh, like this is like kind of right. cool, but you know, it's also yeah. You're saying you're basically what you're saying is like that changes it, but also you, you the mood you're in. The mood, well, the mood you're in can affect it. The scenario you're in can affect it. Like, there's a lot of movies. Like, uh, uh, I always tell you, you watched Blade Runner 2049 when you were in a very bad mood because we went to theaters together, I think, to see it. 
Yeah, we did. I wasn't like I was in a bad mood. Yeah, movie. you were. And you came out of that movie saying that movie was terrible. And I keep telling you, watch that. That was the best movie of the year. Watch the movie when you're in a better mood and you'll you'll realize. It's it's just one of those scenarios. I mean, I'll watch that movie again. And I do agree with you because I... Even on a... I'm saying like even on a big screen can matter too. Like like when I watched Us, it was the worst, the worst theater audience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I know if I watch Us at Home, it'll be a way better movie than I thought it was. Yeah, I don't necessarily... As long as I can watch it on a big screen, I don't watch anything on my fucking phone. Yeah. As long as I can watch it on a television size that's decent size and the sound is good, like, you know, at least decent. Yeah. I don't feel like my watching it at home versus the theater can change it that much unless... The audience affects it. Yeah, but the mood definitely can. Yeah, the mood does. I have a story when I went. We went and saw Incredibles two in theaters, mm-hmm. opening day, packed as fuck. Dude in front of me whipped out his like he seventeen eighteen, whipped out his phone, on Snapchat full brightness recording scenes, and I said something to him. And he looked at me like I was a psycho, so then I threatened him. <laughs> Mildly. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough to get arrested. Mildly threatened him. Um, and he put the phone away. But I, I was in such a bad mood that I couldn't tell you a single thing about Incredibles 2. Yeah. And it's like a fine... I don't think it's as good as the first one, but I think it's a good movie. Like, I'm saying, like, I was in such a bad mood, I don't even know... Like It's like I didn't watch that movie. So yeah. that's how much it can affect people, I think. Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's true. I had one of those happen to me at Fast X. Yeah. This dude was like, the car, bro. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He, he, he's literally watches Fast and Furious just for the cars. He's like freaking jizzing in his pants for cars. Right. And like cars, like different cars would show up and he'd bring out his phone. Snap a picture of the car. I'm like, dude, <laughs> get freaking Google. Like just Google the car and then go wank it in the bathroom or something. <laughs> Jesus that's, that's Christ. Funny. Um. <clears throat> But I was not crabby when I started this movie. I wasn't even crabby when I ended this movie. I was just mad that I watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. But I do know what you're saying. I wa- But I wasn't crabby. This movie is just... I think it's just one of those movies that... Because it is dinosaurs and I like dinosaurs... It just pissed me off. You know? Yeah, that's fair, I guess. You know? Yeah. Just like you'll watch anime movies... But like some things will piss you off during an anime... And I just don't want to watch them. Okay. <laughs> what makes you mad watching an anime movie? I know, I just you, don't watch them. You like Dragon Ball anime movies. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I was just fucking rambling. <laughs> just, just seeing if you would wow. if you would say anything, because you're so tired. I, I thought sit- you just wanted to agree with me. I was sitting there, you know, I was thinking about the show, and I was like, you know, anime totally counts for this show, but I, it's so hard to bring up, because anime is... Trying to explain what happens in anime is so far out there, and probably most of the people who listen to this don't even watch it. Yeah, but it is like... It's so... Like, I'm trying to explain, like, demons and stupid stuff that when you say it out loud, it's so stupid, but when you watch it, it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're gonna... You would need a whole separate podcast where you yeah. have someone else because I cannot, honestly. Yeah, I would literally have to have a yeah a separate podcast just about anime. I don't even watch that much anime anymore because I don't have time, but now I might. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, so this is our last week before spooky season. Before spooky season, and we have decided right that we are going to watch thirty-one spooky movies attempt. in October. <laughs> You're going to attempt. Attempt. Um, now we're not going to talk about every movie in depth. We're still going to have a. We have three to f- or four technically every week. That we're gonna we have watch. four movies every week that we talk about in depth. Yeah, we're gonna have a retro rewind still. Re- rewind, re- rewind. Retro rewind should, which are all going to be horror or spooky based, horror esque at least. Yes, like just on theme with Halloween. So like Hocus Pocus counts. Yeah, or like Halloween Town or something like yeah, that. Those count. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um. And then, but you can also go like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and right, stuff like that. Right. And then we will have a main movie every week that we talk about. And then our series showdown yeah. is going to be A Nightmare on Elm Street. All of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. But in the but the main movie because our main movie topics are always newer movies might not be uh, like Halloween themed because. You know, there's just might not be enough new movies to. Yeah, we're we're gonna start with No One Will Save You for the main movie next week. Yeah, which is kind of on theme, I think. Yeah, I think it will be, and we know that the last week of October we're gonna get to be able to watch Five Nights at Freddy. So, I think that we'll do decent every week to have something. Yeah, because I think in the next few. Either in the next week or two, we'll be able to see talk. We can you can rent talk to me. Right I was like, now. talk to me is coming out this month, one hundred percent. Yeah. So so we'll we'll definitely have that one week. Yeah. So it should only be one week max that we can't get a spooky movie for the main topic. Yeah. But everything else will be spooky. And Nightmare on Elm Street, we're gonna watch all seven and the remakes. So we're gonna watch two each week. Yep. In order. Yeah. In order. Uh, With the remake at the end. Right. Exactly. Right. And the movies. That we watch for the rest of the week that count towards the 31, we will briefly talk about. Yeah, because um, for you, uh, most of those movies are going to be rewatches, probably. I, I mean, I'm going to watch, I'm 100% going to watch Hocus Pocus, Halloween, Trick or Treat, just because those are staples every year. Yeah, and I'll like choose, because I already have a lot of movies I want to watch, but they're all movies I've seen. Yeah. But I'll try and add, I have movies that I haven't seen that I'm going to add because I want to just, you know. Usually, this is hard for me. He he can do it. He does it every year. This is hard. I, I'll get. I will not be wanting to watch horror movies next week. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be burnt out. This yeah. is gonna be funny. the series, the series shut. I'm just gonna be giving freaking ones and twos. Yeah, as it goes on, you're just gonna be. Everything's yeah. gonna be under four. <laughs> I'm a. We should. I should save like the best, like the best movies for the end, and just see how bad I rank them because I'm so crabby. <laughs> Just watch the original Halloween. Right. Watch the original Halloween. It's like a 10 out of 10. And I'll be like, this movie's a freaking four. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Uh, next week, I didn't say what we were going to do for Rewind. We're going to do The Exorcist. The original Exorcist. Because the new one's coming out this week. Yeah. Um, you've seen it, correct? Once, yeah. I've seen bits and pieces throughout my life. I've never sat down and watched it front to back. Mostly because those movies aren't my kind of movies. Like, I just don't really love, uh, uh, what's it called? Possession movies. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm kind of excited since I've never seen this, even though I know it. No, like, this is one of those movies people talk about, like, just bonkers about. Like, oh, it's so scary. It's one of the scariest movies of all time, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be like, this movie's garbage. I don't think it's garbage. It's, I, I, I'm going into this, I'm, I'm going into it, I'm probably going to give it a seven. Yeah. Based on watching it one time. It's, it's well done, for sure. And the, what's her name? Linda? Linda Blair. Linda Blair, freaking out of the park. Yeah. Kills it. But, but it's just like, you know, it's not, I'm a slasher dude. Right. Like, slasher through and through, those are my movies. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this just doesn't hit. It's kind of boring. Let's uh, I think we should talk about Nightmare on Elm Street as a whole since we're gonna start. Okay. I, what movies have you seen? Beast freaking me, dude! I've seen obviously I've seen the original. I've seen the remake. You but, could probably say I've seen two. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't doubt you've seen two. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I've seen Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not we're not gonna watch that one. Technically, yeah, I guess. We'll watch that after we watch. You would have to like tell me things that happen in them for me to tell you if I've seen it. Have you ever seen Freddy look like a pizza and his face is all over some sausage? I've seen that clip, but not the movie. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't seen three then. Is that New Nightmare? No, that's three. Oh. What's two? Why haven't I seen two? I feel like I should have. Uh, two? Have you ever seen Freddy chasing people around a pool? Like he's actually chasing them? Yes. No. <laughs> You've never seen two? Maybe I have. I don't know. It, two, Freddy's not in it. He's in one scene. He's He shows up at a pool party. Why is he not in it? Uh, well, don't tell me. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. I'm kind of excited about this. I don't know if I've ever, aside from Chucky in screen, I don't know if I've ever Watched seen a whole... Because like... I don't like Jason enough to do it. I'll probably end up doing it, doing this show. <laughs> He's sure. like, fucking, God damn it, I'm going to do it this yeah. time. You're going to be pissed off every October. <laughs> the, and it's crazy. It's like, you would think I've seen all the Halloweens. I have not ever seen three. Or f- six. four or five. Or, I don't think you've probably seen six either. I thought six was H2O. No, that's seven. Oh. Six has uh, got uh, Paul Rudd. No, I ain't never seen that either. So I've, I missed four of those. I mean, obviously three doesn't even have him in it. No, but, but three four is like... isn't four, five, and six a trilogy? Yeah, like it follows one person. Yeah, follows his niece. Is it? Are they good? Four, five, and six. Yeah, is six good? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, four is entertaining, and they just get worse. God, I'm gonna struggle so hard if we have to watch those. Four, four is scary too. Don't tell me that. And actually, four, five, and six are all very scary, <laughs> but they're bad movies. Six is abysmal, and Resurrection is even worse. I've seen Resurrection. Yeah, you need to fucking wait till you rewatch that bitch. You're gonna want to stab Ooh. yourself. Oh, never mind. Not anymore. I was like, oh, I've seen all the leprechauns, but I haven't seen that WWE one. <laughs> well, that's a new one too. That's a yeah. That's a that's a reboot kind of thing. Um, that's fun that you've only seen like one fucking Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street, just the original and the remake. Yeah, and the remake's so bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I've seen 
one, two, three, four, and I've probably seen five once as a child that I can't remember. I've never seen Freddy's Dead. I've seen New Nightmare, and I've seen the remake. And I think that the only good movies are one, which is excellent, and New Nightmare, which is good. I think I might like it more. It's very meta, but yeah. like pre-screen. People love New Nightmare because that's when Wes Craven came back. Yeah. Um, people really like two and four, the Dream Warrior and the Dream. Dream Warriors and the Dream I, Warrior. I, I 100% think I've seen one more. Yeah. But I just don't know which it's one. It's probably three or four. Yeah. Because those are the popular ones. Two is two is abysmal. Like, it's fucking awful. Um, there are some... It's kind of have a has a cult following nowadays because the main character is highly suggested to be gay. Like, they don't say it in the movie, but, like... It clearly he's clearly gay when you go back and watch it with this you know new lens and it it's an interesting movie in that aspect but like I said Freddy's not in it three and four I don't have the the same kind of love that people do I find them stupid I like when Freddy is serious and he turns into a complete clown in those movies and five and six I have I truly don't remember and I've never seen six I thought New Nightmare was six seven oh. Okay. There's always more movies than you think. Yeah. It's all it's when you start looking at these fucking movies, it's like my god, how many of these fucking movies was made? Uh, but I think that it's gonna be pretty clear that the first one's gonna be the best one, and they're just gonna get worse and as they go on. Maybe, maybe have a bright spot in there. Yeah, I I think I think fondly of the first one, like in in my mind. Oh, in my like in my mind, the first one is like. Touching eight and a half, nine levels. It's that good. Yeah, eight, eight and a half probably about where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of them are all, let's hope they hit a five or six. <laughs> you know? We'll see. We'll see once we watch Watch me be like a two, like love two. It would be, be awesome. funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to, so we're going to watch The Exorcist, the original. We're going to start with Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 2. We're going to watch two each week. And no one will save you for next week. Um... Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us on most of the podcast services, including Whisper. We ha- we're on, right? Wisdom. Wisdom, sorry. Uh, and next week, we will be recording video for the first time, and it will be going up on YouTube. So we, will, we don't know necessarily what the channel is going to be called yet. Yeah, we're going to try to get the Reels podcast. But yeah. It should be available. So if you, like, if you have some friends... That don't like podcasts, but they will watch a video. Fucking let them know, cause we're hoping that this is gonna gonna really help. I think it's gonna be entertaining too. Yeah, you for know, sure. cause you guys don't see it, but when I laugh, I look like a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> I look scary as hell. <laughs> so, and Dakota is just scary. <laughs> so it's oh, gonna be God. a whole fucking ride next yeah. week. Yeah. Um. So Mondays. All podcasts. Mondays, yeah. Yeah. Uh, YouTube next week. And thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next Monday.